Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. All right, so this is episode 16 of fucking Point Hammered, boys and ghouls. Point Hammered. Bring it on. We've got the usual bitches. suspects here. This is the bastard. You got Raj here. And the bear. He's got his hair slicked back. Hey, he does. he's wearing a hat, I think. Yeah, I just took a shower yeah. here. Your uh, spring coat's looking pretty shiny. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably shedding like a madman. You know who these fucking cats are. Bully! Bully! I'll break your fucking tail! I'll tape that shit up, you fucking cookie tail bitch. <laughs> Crack goes a <to> cookie tail. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Today is April, April 15th. 15th. 2010. It's good to be whoa, recorded. Whoa, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> That's a picture of you. Little oh. homo tendency. You can't see the crenellated no, bridges. On the, ba- <laughs> the bear, bear has, has a picture of a <laughs> large erect penis in his notebook. That he hand drew and then masturbated to. <laughs> you can tell it wasn't any of us. It's got that artistic flair. So uh, today we're going to do a Skaven book overview. Yes. We're going to try a new segment called... The Bastard's Conversion Corner, nice. where I give some details on how I did some conversion work. We'll get to that in a little bit. Nice. Other than that, well, let's get going then. <laughs> what have you been up to? I've seen a pile of Ungors on your desk. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I've been rebasing Ungors onto 20 mils, mm-hmm. which thoroughly chaps my ass. <laughs> I saw some primed 20 millimeter yeah. bases on on the in your little hall over there. I was like, what the heck are these? Why yeah. would you just prime bases? <laughs> but it turns out that the, the gravel doesn't stick to them if you don't milk and prime them. So I've been doing that. I uh, I built and magnetized 20 of those skirmishing ungors with the bows. Mm-hmm. Uh, those models are all right. They could fit together a little better in my opinion, but I think the bows look kind of dumb on them. Yeah, little spikes and weird shit coming off. They're of holding them. them real weird and stuff. It'd been cool if they had real fucking ghetto-looking raunchy just fucking sticks yeah. connected by string. Yeah, nunchucks. I think it would have been a lot more fitting. nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I've been working on the old Herman Gorbel. <laughs> it's coming along yeah. pretty nice. Busted out a lot of fur on them. Built them a sword and a banner. I've so seen I'd, both. They yeah, nice. it's got a little bit of fur. Finished up the loincloth. Add some extra bits and finish the banner. He'll be done. I put some recent pics of him and the harpies I've been doing up on uh, on the Flickr site, flickr.com slash photos slash point hammered. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten harpies done. They turned out pretty badass. I'm really happy with that. It was a fun project. Um, that's what the conversion corner is going to be about this go-around. So we'll get to that okay. later. Um, other than that, I picked up the components to do ten more harpies. Don't no lie, you're gonna burn two special slots <laughs> or one uh, unit of twenty. Might be for bigger games. I might do two units. Fear the flock, Ryan. <laughs> a unit of nine and a unit of five. Like the smaller one could be uh, scouts and such. But I traded right. TPV a box of demonettes the and some Paul Vinton. Yeah, a box of he gave me a box of demonettes and some cash for those three Rhinox that I had. So goodbye, three fours old Rhinox. Nice. Do they come uh, with extra claws and shit? Those. Demonettes, or do you use them all? Uh, there's a few extra. The, the gargoyles might have some shit you could use, too. Mm. I'll have to take a look see what their weird little turd bodies look like. Got, yeah, the, the bodies suck because you can't convert them into any... I thought I'd just cover up the wing <laughs> holes with putty and sell them as gaunts or something, but turns out they don't really have legs like gaunts do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not going to fucking pan out for me. 
How does he get the fucking squeaky chair, dude? Let me get a different chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scaven chair, dude. All squeaking and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Doesn't really stink. No. Stink free day. I'm losing like, your touch. That's what. It, ooh, there it is. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Paps is catching up to me, but that's pretty much it. Other than that, I just bought a shit ton of magnets. Not as many as the Raj yeah. bought last go round. I bought a hundred. Hey, you gotta a, stock up on that shit. I keep seeing articles on Yahoo about how the price of magnets how they're going through the roof. Like neobidium is going to become super rare in the U.S. because it's all made, all dug up in China, and they're they're holding on to the mags. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. We're going to have to melt down our magnets on the fridges and stuff. <laughs> Support the war effort. <laughs> Fuck the Chinese communist man. Fuck All right. that. Uh, what have you guys been up to? I've been, over the last weekend, I painted, I finished off those Spartans. I painted for my friend Ben. Nice. I did 18 Spartan warriors, <laughs> 10 Peltis, and a chariot. And the, two weeks ago, I base coated them. Last week... During the week, I dipped them, and then that weekend, I finished them off. They look fucking tight. Does he know you're dipping them? Yeah, well, I dipped the first batch, and then I think from now on, with the I use the antique walnut sand, and I'll just be push, putting it on with a brush. It yes. looks a lot better, but I dipped the first ones, so I wanted them to match, because I wasn't sure if you get that kind of heavy heavy shading. Yeah. But uh, they look fucking good. I mean, I think last Saturday, I spent 10 hours on them, and then Whew. three or four on Sunday, and they were done. So nice, yeah, but cool. I got to pick up on the wwhfb.com. But yeah, so pretty much shortly they'll nice. be up on the Flickr, and they're going to be the next Raj Raj Lodge update. Hey, I was looking for some pics of your uh, some of your Skaven characters on your site today at work, and I couldn't find any. No, I don't. I have a few pictures with uh, like my cell phone camera, but I haven't really gone back. That's something I want to do. Yeah. In the future here. Maybe fans want to see it, Reg. The fans. <laughs> I'm a fan, you know. Anyway. All right. Yeah, other than that. No? Huh? Reg? Oh, I'm still going, dude. All right. <laughs> Usually you don't do shit. <laughs> but otherwise, I've just been getting the scaven ready, assembling them. And the way I'm doing it is with those ungors. So yesterday, I set up 10 of them with their little hooves <laughs> and put down the little balls of putty and see if wanted to see if I could remember how to make their little feet. But about 20 minutes later, I had 10 pairs of... Ten pairs of little scaven feet. <laughs> it's pretty quick and painless. Nice. So those guys will be. And I was making a list too for next time we go up to Wasa. I won't be going up this time, but the time after that. And I actually don't have to assemble that much at all. Pretty much, I can use what I have. It won't be what I want to use eventually. I don't think, but yeah, it'll give me a chance to test the rat ogres. I'm going to use the vermin lord, which I probably won't use, but he's 500 points, so that'll save a lot of assembly. But I just want to try him out, and see how he goes. You got a doom build, a doom wheel build. No, that Doom Wheel doesn't really fit the theme of the list. Yeah. The assembly and stuff like that. Uh-oh. How do you get a woody, woody-looking Doombo? <laughs> Doombo? You're giving me a woody just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> but I got some ideas. We'll talk about them a little later for this gaming. All right. Bear? Bear? Bear. Well, I've been plugging away assembling my demons. How uh, much you got done? Uh, I got all my characters put together um, for the so initial list. Four models, at least. <laughs> and then I got a bunch, I got all the flamers I had put together, which is three. I need like one more, and then some screamers. Now I've been working on the horrors, and those I've been working on a few horrors myself. <laughs> <laughs> those are some annoying little bat, little piece of shit models to work on. Yeah, I wish they do plastic yeah, horrors. Basically, when I made them, I just 
didn't glue on any of the extra bits. <laughs> so we have all these gore, uh, horrors with little amputee legs and <laughs> tentacles and stuff. <laughs> now, I'm looking forward to getting the horror unit done. Then I can move on to the plastic blood letters, which I think will be a little go a little faster. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I haven't really done any major conversions yeah. or anything yet. So I'm kind of waiting until I get back into full effect here. You got any planned? Yeah, when I get to the Slanesh uh, Herald, I've got the yeah, practical conversion. Dick sculpting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, that was the sketch, was a warm-up sketch for that. So, uh, <laughs> nice. All right, well, that's cool. Um, anything you guys maybe. want to mention in the meantime? Been listening to any podcasts? Podcasts? No, I've been... I've been using the shit out of my Netflix account. Yeah, me too. Instantly. Have you been That's, watching Spartacus? No, I've been watching documentaries and Civil War shit, which they uh, have a ton. Because of uh, movies and stuff, they don't update that frequently because yeah. I think they don't want to put the... And bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But the documentaries, they're like, put that shit up there. I've been... I watched all the Spartacus Blood and Sand. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cheesy, but once yeah, you get I've into it... a few of those. It's really good. Lots of fucking hot titties and stuff. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Uh, what else? I've been watching Rescue Me on there. I'm on season three now. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good. Dennis Leary, some cocksucking drunk Irish prick. Fucking, he's insane in the show. He'll get laid like four times a day and beat like three dudes up, and then he'll go put out a fire and save some fucking kids or some cats or something. It's fucking. But it's interesting. I guess I can relate to the alcoholism and bullshit. Um, Putting out fires, you start. Yeah. So Netflix is the shit. We yeah, should, definitely worth. We should contact them. Bucks. See if we can get a fucking sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> that should be tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I've been listening to this podcast out of England. It's called Two Gamers Radio. It's uh, I think they're on episode thirty or thirty-two, somewhere in there. But it's real cool. It's real low-key. Not all serious like a lot of the other podcasts. They fuck around mm-hmm. and talk shit. I'm <clears> having a having a good time catching up on it. So if you're running out of fucking podcasts, check out Two Gamers Radio. Cool. Yeah. Bear, what do you do when you assemble? I always listen to music. Do you listen to Nick Chocolate Brain? <laughs> <laughs> I might now. <laughs> I wish Chocolate Rain was real. That should be tasty. <laughs> <laughs> got some user feedback again. Bring it so on. Let's do user feedback. We got uh, another Canadian fan, eh? Well, well, you well. Know what? Another Canuck, eh? Okay. Uh, Luca Fontana is this guy's name. says, keep up the great cast. He's been enjoying the Army List reviews. says, awesome and informative, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says he's been out of the hobby for a couple years, but he's been listening to our podcast uh, since the first three episodes, and oh, he cool. finds us entertaining and informative. A guy who actually enjoys our fart jokes and drunken shenanigans (laughs) (laughs) as much as I do. (laughs) It's nice to know there's at least four people now who think that's funny, including us. This is the part that struck me really strange about the email. It's where he points out that he's he's developed a Wisconsin accent that only comes out when he's drinking. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I thought Wisconsin and Canadian accents were pretty much the same anyway. I don't know. I think theirs is... I'd be interested to hear what this Wisconsin accent sounds like. That just sounds like talking to me. Yeah. (laughs) I think they're all the ones with the accent. (laughs) So, appreciate the feedback. Leo Luca. Leo Luca. I don't even know how to say I'm butchering your name, man. 
Fucking. But, uh, send us a wave file. <laughs> <laughs> we should be the official yeah, Canadian think, Warhammer podcast. I think uh, until further notice, <laughs> I think we will be the official Canadian well, Warhammer well, podcast. Well, until somebody comes to outdo us. <laughs> until something slithers out of the timber north, <laughs> we'll be it. Other than the fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> Apparently the Canadians have a bit have more of an appreciation for bodily function jokes <laughs> and drinking beer than than anyone else in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you sit inside all day, that's all you got to entertain you. <laughs> <laughs> Internet porn. Come on. Come on, man. So all right. Sweet. That's that. Thanks again for that. Feedback. Let's move on to uh we have any tournaments else? coming up? Not that I'm aware, do we? Oh, uh, yeah. MWR number whatever. Are you guys signed up officially? No, oh, are yeah. you? We're kind of no, just going to see who was playing on I got to see who, because I don't want to play the DOW. I'm getting kind of sick of them. So I'm going to see if yeah. I can borrow something from Marty. Uh, Maybe I'll run a kick-ass dwarf list. <laughs> Courtesy of the stinks. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going. Are, we, are you guys sure you're going? Yeah, I think Pretty much we are. Yeah. yeah. I, can take a non I can take a non-painted army if I don't get my demons. What's the date of that one? It's the third or fourth week of May. Third oh, week? 22nd, 22nd and 23rd. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to watch that. Right after my birthday. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Exciting. Well, the other oh, thing. going to be Bear? 32. Oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, uh, the other thing coming up is we got Ben Cohn. He's coming up to point. What? For what? Because I bought those Skaven off of him. Because he posted them on the forum. Yeah. So he's going to come up, deliver them in person, and then we're going to play some games. He's got a wedding uh, the the weekend that the Wausau boys are coming down. Yeah. So he wants to come up two weeks later, so maybe we can have a big scrum somewhere. We'll have to figure it out if we can get the Wausau boys to come down again. And then the Madison boys come up, and he wants to fucking hang out and drink and shit. So. Nice. <laughs> if I do the Midwest Rampage, it's going to be fucking dwarves. You're going to be fucking dwarves down there All day long, man. <laughs> dwarves and ginger Buddhas. <laughs> you know me. Um, all right, cool. Let's get on to the Bastards Conversion, conversion corner. corner. All right, so if you guys go on Flickr, uh, flickr.com slash photos slash point hammered, you'll see the harpy models I made. If you click on them, you can actually blow them up so they're really big and you get some really detailed pics on there. So what I'm going to talk about then is the details of how I made those models. All right. I got a whole section on what tools I used and what was needed. Maybe I should start there. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So I used the Demonette's box. I used the box of the new gargoyles for the wings. And then other than that, it was epoxy sculpt, super glue, and plastic glue. Green stuff. Uh, got some sculpting tools on here. Hobby knife and clippers. Those are the Tyranid gargoyles? Yeah. Those, as Diraz was checking those out, those wings are fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. So all they're going to need is the Tyranid gargoyles. And, yeah, uh, you can use Demonets. any kind of wing, really. Same same rules would apply, but those wings looked fucking great with those models. Yeah. So they got good detail compared to even the metal wings that they just have little ship blobs yeah. on their back. <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. So <laughs> nice. All right. So step one: just cut the bodies off the sprue and clean them up, and then I scraped off all the Slaneshi symbols. There's a ton of those around. I don't think I got them all, but I got most of the obvious ones when I was doing this step. Mm -hmm. Step two. 
Uh, you know what? What did you Why use you? to scrape them off? Nah, just a model knife. Exacto. Um, so step two was bend or cut the legs to make more dynamic poses. Some of them you can just kind of bend the feet down, but some of them the I actually plastic? just... You can yeah, bend the plastic? They're all plastics. Um, some of them I actually would clip the leg off and then take a little little bit of green stuff and some super glue and roughly glue it into more dynamic looking poses. Mm-hmm. One of the problems I had was that, especially if you bend them, the shit gets really fragile. So I had yeah. two or three of them break later on and then I'd have to go back with plastic glue and uh, just fix them, repair them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even had some of the puttied ones break. So you Would they look just, okay if you didn't do that? If you didn't bend? Uh, they're super, super static poses. Barry, you've probably built some of those demonettes by now? No, I've got the box. I was just checking out. Uh, the they're real fucking boring. Like, their legs are real close together, and they're walking, so they'll rank up nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the ones I built, they're, they're fucking all over the place. So, it, And if you wanted Put to do it. Put any on, like, little rocks and shit? Uh, I built up stuff with epoxy sculpt or green stuff. pinning if you really felt it was necessary. <laughs> I ended up having to do some pinning on some of the ones that Plastic's broke. Plastic's pretty easy anyways. I had never actually mm-hmm. used uh, the plastic glue and i think i brought that up in a previous cast but yeah, when i was, was going to ask you about that when i was uh in the hotel room at adepticon one of you boners had left a pretty new thing of plastic glue so i took it and nice. then I don't, whoever that belongs to can have it back but i uh and then i'm like fuck it it's much. open <laughs> no now there's plenty i got two other things of it anyways but i figured i'd give it a go since it was sitting there but anyways <laughs> it seems to work well just as, with plastics it works the same as super glue seems to but yeah it's a stronger bond I mean, if you drop them, what happens then instead of breaking is they just bend. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I recommend it. Okay. Why not? So I reconfigured their little hooves. <laughs> What's next? Yeah. So you, you've moved their legs around. Number three is attach them to the base with epoxy sculpt. The epoxy sculpt is what I use. You could use green stuff, but then you're wasting some shit. So you just kind of, for whatever pose you've given them, you want to you know, either build a blob on one half of the base so one foot's kind of floating above the ground or build mm-hmm. a blob and both feet are just touching down as she's landing or something like that. Yeah. My problem with epoxy sculpt is every time I've gotten it, one part is all dried out and crusty, and I can't get it to mix with the other part. Right. I always Sounds buy the like f- a problem. I always yeah. buy four pounds at a time. It's like thirty-seven bucks, but I've never had a problem like that. Stuff's always been great. Only pounds of epoxy sculpt have you gone through? <laughs> well, the second using I just bought up the foundation on your house. <laughs> well, well, considering <laughs> considering what like a a marble sized piece weighs like <laughs> like a half a pound, you know. <laughs> That's not true. That's some well. That's some hard. <laughs> that's some true. hard, heavy <laughs> shit. That's all I know. Stop making fun. Okay, epoxy sculpt is nice for bases because it's cheaper. Yeah, because it's cheap. Man, when it's dry, it's rock hard. Bear as sticks to it well. His own issues. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I recommend. It. I've, ne- yeah. I've never had a bay experience. So. But if you use this intelligently, you can further you can make the poses even more dynamic looking. Step four. So now you've got them glued. You have to wait. Between each of these steps, there's an overnight wait pretty much whenever you use any of this kind of putty and epoxy. Scope epoxy takes a while to dry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I always give it overnight because I don't want to fuck anything up. So mm-hmm. step four, then you end up with models that are attached to the base and that may or may not have some rough looking green stuff joins. So at this point, mm-hmm. you want to... Use a modeling knife and then cut off any excess green stuff that may be sticking out. And sculpt. Did you have to do anything to get their backs ready? No, not at all. I'll get to that. At this point, sculpt ankles, legs, and feet to make it look finished. So then what you'll have is pretty much a demonette without arms or a head. 
mm-hmm. with finished legs in in a different pose. Um, step five. No, that's the point. Optionally, you could put ungore heads <laughs> on your demon head up, bodies. Yes. No, step six involves heads. All right, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, step five was since those. Demonette models are androgynous. They only have they have like a male breast and a female breast. The female one's covered. So I sculpted the extra breast on all the models. Mm-hmm. So did you chop off any to make some, there's some a man gimp man harpies? No, no. <laughs> there was a few of them that did have some armor covering that section. So you gotta use a molly knife and clean them up a little bit. But sculpt the titty. All right. Try to get this. You don't so you want. The you don't want one huge now. titty and one normal size titty. You gotta be. Dude, that shit's realistic, man. Size, never the same man. size. Show a little Yeah, sure. Well, uh, you don't. If you wanted to cut both titties off with the modeling knife and start from scratch, you could do you some nice. fucking crazy Tiffany Towers type shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you could also go around probably the waistline and put some pork chops around there. <laughs> Make her a whisco some, girl. Some whisco harpies. <laughs> Whiz gorgeous. So. Step six ten is uh, take the heads off, clean them up, and then consider for you gotta take each head and glue it on. But you want to consider the fact that where the hair ends up, and most of the hair on those models, those demonettes, is dynamic array. It's flying up in the air. It's doing something crazy. So turn the head one way or the other to make it look like whatever the body pose is doing. The hair fits the motion, and this worked yeah. out really well for me, and it was easy. Uh, but you also want to consider the fact that there's gonna be wings going on the back. So you don't want anything hanging down the back. You might just have to hack right. that off and clean it up with a knife. Okay. Or but most of them are short hair. A couple of them have shaved heads. So um, just bear that stuff in mind. Step seven, take the wings off the gargoyle sprue and clean those up. Um, you want to dry fit these things. This is a very important step. <laughs> Make sure that you dry fit yeah. them before you do any gluing or puttying of these. Um, you How do up- the wings attach to the gargoyles? Like little nubs or what? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but for the... For the demonettes, it was totally different. You, had, you end up having to cut a little chunk of the wing off, like a triangle, maybe half an inch to a quarter inch thick on the part of the wing, the wing flesh that would attach to the body. Mm-hmm. And then a um, little bit where there's like a ball joint where the top of the wing would, you know, the bone in the wing would join to the body. So you kind of have to smooth off the back of that. I just used clippers for all this stuff yeah. and then kind of scraped it clean with the modeling knife after the fact. Um, mm-hmm. There's also some... Tyranid looking, you know, Tyranids have those weird, like, bone structures that they'll put, like, an open part of skin and a little bit of yeah. weird bone structure. Yeah, there's some of those in the wings that I scraped all that off, too. Um, real quick stuff, though, but to attach them, a little bit of super glue, tiny ball of green stuff, and then a little bit of super glue on top of that. And then stick them on. I, I always did two little balls, <laughs> made two little balls of green <laughs> stuff at the same the time, <laughs> and uh, attached both wings at the same time. It's and like I said, always dry fit because based on the way you're going to put the wings on, there's going to be some excess wing or some space or something that you might have to make some alterations. So Yeah. Um, yeah. So then you get them on there, fucking move them around until they look nice and cool because the green stuff will stay malleable for a couple minutes. 30 mm-hmm. seconds maybe some shit though you got some time to play and then let it go overnight to dry next step is step eight i lied up front there's actually nine steps to completion you not eight fucking bitch. slippery fucking you email. fucking lied to me <laughs> get over here <laughs> uh step eight this actually has to be done over a couple days because you need the putty to dry before you can do the additional steps but 
the wings have to be – there's three parts that have to be puttied to look complete. You could just glue them on and let it go, but then it's going to look like you just took some random wings and glued them on. to the back of a fucking demonette. Yeah. So you got – The putty probably adds a lot of strength too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any problem with the wings breaking though. Once you make that cement-like mixture of green stuff and super glue, it's pretty solid usually, especially on plastics. But mm-hmm. So there's a spot at the shoulders, like right behind the shoulders where you need to sculpt. I almost did a second ball joint there, like a second shoulder joint that flowed into the wings. Uh, cool. And then there's a spot where the fleshy part of the wings meets the back. That part also has to be done on the next day. Um, that part was pretty tricky because it was kind of underneath the wings. And you really could let that part go, but because I'm fucking anal retentive, I did it anyway. And then the last part is where the two wings meet each other. You're going to need to putty that to look finished. I want my fantasy yeah. models to look realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so you can probably bear. look and see how he did them, and then whatever yeah. your standards are, you can leave out. Yeah, you could extra putty work. You could have just glued them on if you wanted to, but that's that's not my style. Sounds like it would be pretty lame. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) fucking lame. Sounds like they make really good furies too, bear. For the yeah, I got some of the metal ones that I bought from Hastings here. They look like crap, yeah, but they'll they'll do the job for a while here, and I'm gonna think of something. Mm -hmm. I don't want to necessarily do the exact same thing that Johnny's doing. And the legend actually just purchased those two boxes last weekend. Is planning on doing the same thing for some dark elf. Well, I hope he listens to this cast. (laughs) Get some tips. So, so, yeah, nice. I don't want to be the third point boy with the same exact <laughs> models. Fuck <Like> that. <laughs> I'm going in, too. <laughs> I'm all in, bitch. So, uh, nice. Yeah. Well, sounds... fuck that. It looks real cool. Last step is um, put the arms on. So remove them from the sprue and clean them up. What I did was I removed all the wings. Um, all the wings. All the fucking arms. Laid them all out. I only used the ones with small claws. I didn't use any of the big clawed ones, mm-hmm. um, which would be like for the Demonet Unit champs. So I laid them all out, cleaned up all the mold lines and bullshit, and then based on the pose of the model, I would choose the arms to fit. Because some of them are, you know, some of them like the elbows at, you know, 90 degrees, some of them the elbows straight, like 100, 180 degrees, whatever. Yeah, 360 degrees. <laughs> some of them the elbows at 360 degrees. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so. Based on the pose you're going for, if I can pick the arms at work, always dry fit them because sometimes the wings would be in the way. You might have to hack off a little bit of the back of the arm, which would be totally covered up, mm-hmm. never be seen anyways. But don't ever put any glue on until you've dry fit because you don't fucking know it's going to work. And then once once you got the dry fit right, attach it with plastic glue and then ready for fucking primer. Okay. Sounds good. So that was the, uh, the Bastard's Conversion Corner. Yeah. If you find that useful, let us know. Yeah, we'd like some feedback because we can do other stuff like this. And like I said, we'll use the Flickr site for pics of whatever we talk about. If you want to send us pics of the figs you've done, we could probably start a folder. Yeah, we could start a user submission section on the Flickr site. So, uh, let's get on to the Skaven. You guys want to do Skaven? Skaven? It's a good plan, you know. Thirteen! Thirteen! Barry got a... What was that show? Rome? 13. Is that called yeah. Rome? They still make that or no? Two seasons. They're done, but there's there was a movie rumored in the works, but that was mm. last year. Yeah, they made a movie for uh, 
Dead Like right. Me, because there was a show that was really good called Dead Like Me. So I Netflixed the movie, mm-hmm. and the fucking show. The movie is just awful, dude. It was like, I'd rather have someone poop on my chest than watch that movie again. Great uh, pox rat special rule. All right, I got the fact up it. here. The okay. Scaven, Errata, and FAQ. Yeah. Feel free to chime in here that, uh, when we're going. Actually, more pages than the actual rules in the Scaven. Yeah, eight pages of fact. If you condense these down, you could probably squeeze it into seven pages, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without the artwork, yes, Bear. Nice. Okay, so, Skaven, let me talk about the artwork in this book. It is simply superb. <laughs> We're going to start with our usual two-hour fluff dissertation. <laughs> oh. Of course, with the new book, we've got completely new stories and background. <laughs> yeah. Nothing we've ever seen before. <laughs> You want another beer? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. The actual rules of this Skaven army book start on page 33. Ah, yes. So we got Scurry Away, which in our team tourney games I habitually forgot about. That you get a plus one to flee, which is pretty nice. Yeah, the errata about the Scurry Away. <laughs> what does it say? It says that instead of all models in the Skaven army add plus one is units with the scurry away special rule add plus one mm. well cheeky bastards yeah i think that was just a cleanup issue yeah much like what needs to happen in your fucking underpants right now. <laughs> 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 nice because i'm looking through here i think the only thing that probably doesn't scurry away is the hell pit abomination and maybe the the doom wheel doom wheel I don't know if the weapon teams have it. Oh, they must. They're scheming. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. All right. Uh, uh, so m- strength in numbers <laughs> is the same, pretty much. Uh, I didn't... My games with the, the old scaving back were limited to the team tournaments that we've done, but now I'll be putting them out to the full 2250. Verminous Valor, scaving character with this rule, can refuse a challenge with no... <laughs> but you can put him in the back rank then and he still gets his leadership or battle standard ability. But it doesn't say that he can ever come back or whatever happens after that. Yeah. So that's kind of a thing. Warpstone weapon, all magical, nice. Okay, so we got the scavenge pile here. And basically all the characters can draw from it. And then I think the Storm Vermin Champ, a Master Molder, a few other like champion-type models can draw from it. But they're, overall, they're not that useful. The Warp Musket would be nice if you could move and fire, but it's a move or fire. So even if you give it to like a Warlock or something, yeah. you have to move in the position. He's Blizzard Skill 3. You can spend 20, 20 more points to get a plus one blister skill optic sight from your magic item slot. <laughs> so I don't really see the Warp Black Pistol was nicer before. It was strength five, now it's strength four. Yeah. But it is 10 inches, so I think if it was strength five, that'd be a nice... I think you're nice... being rather generous, sir. <laughs> I'm sitting at 10 inches, yeah. It's armor piercing, dude. To break through that pubic barrier. <laughs> Get your dick horn out. The, the dick horned rat. Uh, so the the controversy with the scavenge pile was you could take a rat hound bodyguard for five points, people said. And it didn't say you could only take one. So you could give 20 rat hound bodyguards to your scaven general. 
Yeah, but the FAQ has cleared that up by yeah. saying that models may purchase each of these items. Only once I added the emphasis in the wrong fucking... But I like the people <laughs> who talk about the rat hound bodyguard because if that was true, you could take the tail weapon. So you got a rat with, like, 12 tails. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, text. that's what you see is what you get. Look at all those fucking tails, man. <laughs> Come at ya. Uh, looks like a fucking Cthulhu beast. <laughs> Uh, poison attacks for 15 points. That's not too bad. Because you could give that to your general or something if you wanted. Does not affect a rat on bodyguard, by the way. Or magic weapons. Which is different from the assassin poison, which they rule does affect the magic items. Which we'll get into that later. Nice. So overall scavenge pile, I don't know that it's that useful. I guess if you have a few points left over, you could go with a tail weapon on, like, character or something because if you do have a poison attacks i guess it'd be nice but yeah nothing that i'd break the bank for i mean you could get four skaven slaves instead of that tail weapon <laughs> you have to break everything down to skaven slave currency in the skaven book to really figure out its points points worth All so right. moving on Moving on. One army-wide rule that was taken away was shooting into all combats. Yeah. You can no longer do that. You can only do it with Skaven slaves. So if your army is nothing but Skaven slaves, you then can this, shoot into this all rule combats. won't be a change for you. <laughs> or Poison Wind Globadiers can throw in, too. We should really go over the where to start section mm. to get some good advice for the newbies. I want to start designing your Skaven army. We're on page 99, which Maybe. is the Lord section. Got to jump ahead in the special FAQ. Characters. 98 is special characters. Well, there are no fix around with that. Until page 103. So first off, we got the Vermin Lord, and he's 500 fucking points. So he's move yeah, eight. He's fucking like a demon, dude. He's a fucking demon, well, man. See, he's got a, he's got a few issues. The, the, picture, demon. the picture they got in here is pretty badass. It looks like a big nude man with a... Yeah. Fucking tail looks head. like a freaking lizard man tail. Yeah, he kind of looks like a saurus. Croxagore. He's got fucking hooves. Someone get the lizard man book. Ver- I think they're recycling <laughs> that art. <laughs> it does look like a... Yeah, he does have hooves. Upside down from across the table. It looks like a fucking saurus to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So he's move eight. Pretty nice. Weapon skill eight. Nice. Listen skill four. So we can't give him that warp lock pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Strength six. Nice. nice. Toughness five. Shitty. What? 500 points. Tough five. Toughness five. He's got five, five wounds, wounds, dude. You expect toughness six. I don't know why if he's a greater demon, all the other greater demons have toughness six. Well, they don't say he's a greater demon. He's a scaven greater he's demon. The, he's the greatest. He's kind of a lesser greater demon. Where's all the lesser demons? <laughs> That's what I want to know. He's initiative 10. It's a pretty quick guy. Yeah, still slower than every high elf. Slippery fucking eel. <laughs> Five attacks, leadership eight. He's immune to psych, but he's not stubborn. So don't take a break test with your vermin <laughs> Are greater demons stubborn? They're yeah, demon they're stubborn. Demons, though. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pretty right. much stubborn. They're oh, yeah. They get the demon rule. Demonic aura, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, they get a five plus word save. Red demon means that he's affected by demon shit. Nah. Like spells and stuff like that. <laughs> Doesn't get the bonuses of being a demon, but he gets yeah, some the negatives. Target. He's got to scurry away, though, so he's going to get that plus one to fleece when he's That's breaking down. 3d6 plus one. <laughs> I think he'd be hard-pressed to outfight a unit of Skaven slaves. In fact, yeah. he only has five attacks, so he's going to have to hit and wound with all of those yeah. attacks. <laughs> to win. The Skaven slaves are going to beat him and probably run him down because he's got shit leadership. <laughs> 
Nice. But he is a level four wizard, and the Doomgrave does do D3 wounds. You got a lot of points invested in the model. Well, this is a good unit filler until you get the rest of the yeah, army I built. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> what we decided. Army filler. Here's a note about his magic. He can freely make spells from both of the Skaven lores. Yes. To... So he gets all 12 spells? No, no he, he can gets roll off of both or... tables. Uh, and have some from one and some from the other. Okay. And he can substitute one spell for the dreaded 13th the spell. The dreaded 13th spell! <laughs> but that's cast on 24. Is that the... <laughs> so you'll never take that anyway. No, we can get into the magic later about yeah. when you do a, want to take that spell. There was a little uh, incident at Adepticon involving the 13th yeah, spell. Yeah, we can we get can into that. at some point. Yeah. All right. Sometimes you want to take it. So let's move on. We've been talking but... about this fucker for like 10 minutes. Or continue. He's the continue. fucking lord, dude. You should be <laughs> talking. the biggest, We're not baddest talking about him in the fucking book. <laughs> yeah. He's the biggest, baddest Skaven. Also, cannot be the general. <laughs> really? Yeah, you got to take a chieftain or a plague priest or some other shithead to be your general. Yeah, but you know, it does leave them free to, I guess, run around. A lot of the plague. That way, you don't have to hesitate to sacrifice them. <laughs> yeah. Your five hundred point sacrifice model. Sacrifice them on the fly. Can you, can you give them weapons and such no, upgrades? No, you cannot. So it comes as is. As is, five hundred points of perfection, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm gonna run them for a while. Because he saves you from having to paint 250 Skaven slaves. <laughs> nice. But you could use your points better elsewhere. But yeah, you know, if he's not your general, he can run around. A lot of the pestilence spells are real close range to get use out of them. So uh, I guess in certain situations, he might not be the worst buy, but. Yeah, I think the consensus is that he's a non non take yeah. item. You could have a few better. Issues toughness six, uh, maybe a few other things. It does have the effect that he's automatically a level four going for him. Like if you compare that to like the greater demons in the demon book. Yeah, but the problem is he's he's supposed to be fighty, and you don't want your level fours encased in combat typically. The Doomglaive saves him a lot against certain things, but even then, I'm just saying that's probably where the point total comes from. Maybe it's not the best combination, but you know, bully. Mm -hmm. Okay, out of here. So we're gonna go. If you want to take magic, take the Gray Seer. He's 240 the points. Gay seer. We skipped over the warlord. <laughs> we'll yeah. come back to him. God damn, we'll Raj, what kind him. of show are you fucking running here, man? <laughs> skipped over the warlord. This is the Raj order, bitch. <laughs> you fucking... Yeah. So basically, the one main difference is you only get D3 Warpstone tokens instead of four. Ooh. But they work the same as before. And then he's leadership seven instead of six, which yeah. is a pretty big deal. So, so you can get the leader ten. Leader ten all around. Okay, so Gracier, he can ride his Screaming Bell, 200 points. I don't, I don't like the Screaming Bell. Basically... It gives him a 4-plus ward. He's got 360 sight. You put him in a unit, they're unbreakable. You get impact hits. It seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah. But all they have to do is run up a unit of Ogre Iron Guts or something, put all their attacks on your Skaven <laughs> Gray Seer, and he's pretty much dead because he's got nowhere to hide. If you issue a challenge, he can hide behind the bell. So you don't issue a challenge. The bell is... 60 millimeters wide, so you can put all of your attacks on him. <laughs> Even with the 4-plus ward, he's not going to last that long. Yeah, he used to be able to hide or something, right? Used to no, that, that was the same way before, because I killed uh. Benny's <laughs> dumbass gray seer all the time. <laughs> Just run two man-eaters in, all my attacks on him, he'd be dead. 
That'll Magic supremacy to the Raj. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I would take him on foot and I would put him in whatever units. You don't need a bodyguard unit. No. If you get a few clan rats, scaven slaves, he can go from unit to unit. And if they're shooting up units and stuff, I mean, he can just go to the fresh one. So basically, if you like magic, take the Grey Seer. Otherwise, the Warlord, uh, he's not that great. I mean, if you don't like magic that much, or you're taking a couple Plague Priests and Warlocks, you're going to have some casting dice anyways. Yeah. Then, then we can go with the Warlord, which is, um, uh, he's basically a, kind of a shit lord. Well, he's, he's a good. human, basically human stats. He's weapon skill six, strength four, toughness four, three wounds, four attacks. He's a shit ton cheaper than the fucking Gracie. Yeah, he's only 90 points. And you get and leader 10 out of him. seven, yeah. So you unit. get the 10, which the... Warlord used to give you the seven, and the Gray Seer was only the six. Yeah. So we had an actual army-wide benefit to taking him. But otherwise, let's talk about you. We get a few options for mounts here. So basically, you can take a Rat Ogre Bonebreaker, and which they ruled in the fact that it's only like unit strength three or four, which breaks all convention for monstrous <laughs> mounts by doing that. But basically, that means he can't get picked out when he's in a unit then, because before. Uh. Like, he would have been unit strength four, I think. Or how many wounds does the Bonebreaker have, Colks? Four. Four. So, according to the rule book, he's unit strength four for a monster plus one for a rider. So, he'd be unit strength five, which would be nice for breaking ranks and stuff. But <laughs> a problem if you put him in a unit because he can get picked out with, like, Cannons. bows. Bows, yeah. No lookout, no lookout sir. sir. I think you could put your attacks on him. So, they went and did that. And I think the Warlord is, the Warlitter is unit strength three, two. Um, I don't know about the Radogar Bonebreaker. I mean, it's 65 yeah. points, but then your general... <laughs> is a target. Yeah, he just has heavy armor, and the Skaven basically don't have any defense. So I don't know. I, I think I'd rather keep him cheap. But the Warlitter is a nice option, too, because it makes him unit strength 3, I believe, so he's can't be killing blow. Yeah. But he's got plus 1 armor save, and he's got 4 strength 4 attacks on top of it. So. Well. That's decent. And the Pox Rat, I don't think is the best option for the Warlord. It's 30 <laughs> points. Some cool Smooth modeling six. opportunities with these last yeah. two. We'll talk about the Pox Rat with the, <laughs> the Plague Priest. Oh, I'm a fan of that Pox Rat. <laughs> only because it reminds me of my own Pox Rat. <laughs> it took some legs. Your trouser Pox Rat. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I think with the Warlord, you just want to keep them cheap. Yeah. And provide leadership. That's pretty much... never going to kill anything. Pretty much how I rock the Beast Lord. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Providing leadership. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Let's go through the heroes. Let's go through the heroes. We'll be skipping special characters, as usual. The War Litter. The War Litter. He talked about it. Open your fucking ears. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard the pox. Yeah. The cox rat. You want to ride on my cox obsessed. rat? So once, once he mentioned this, the one he keeps between his legs. The, Raj, just... <laughs> the Raj is going to mount Visions. on my cox rat later. <laughs> Visions of sugar cocks dance through Gulk's head. <laughs> sugar cocks. <laughs> okay, we got the assassin. He's 120 points. You know what? I think... For 120 points, I don't think so, but... Well, he's okay. I think it should have been like the Dark Elf book, where he doesn't take a hero slot. Yeah. But I guess with the rumors of 8th edition and the points values and stuff, it might not matter. So basically, he's got two hand weapons, throwing stars. He always strikes first. Poison attack, scout. He's got the hidden... And he's got a 4-plus dodge, which is a ward save, <laughs> which is actually the best ward save you can get in the Skaven book is the assassin. He has it. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, you can take 50 points of items and stuff. 
I used him in the General's Challenge, and I didn't think much of him. Really? And some of these magic items, they did rule that the magic items are affected by the poison. Yeah. Well, so that makes sense. It'd be kind of nice with the Weeping Blades, because... The Weeping Blades don't modify your strength. They count as armor piercing, and each wound is D3 wounds, but there's no strength. So that'd actually be pretty good on them. Uh, There's the Blade of Corruption, which gives you plus one strength, and then every wound is two wounds, which isn't bad. Yeah. But then with that weapon, if you roll two ones to hit, you take two wounds. (laughs) (laughs) But he's only got three attacks. Just base. I mean, with a hand weapon, and if you want to give him a tail weapon, you could have five. (laughs) But otherwise... I found myself with an extra hero slot, so I've been considering taking him, but he has a lot of points. I could get 60 Skaven Slaves. That. <laughs> Man, that's two big fucking blocks, dude. <laughs> yeah. No one... Three little ones. <laughs> so I, I might try him. I know right. I will. With that ward save, I mean, he can soak up that really hitty character. I mean, he's going to yeah. block half Four of his attacks. Wards. And he always strikes huge. first. I mean, if you give him the Weeping Blades, he's 150 <clears throat> points, but he's poison. He could could do potentially a lot of overkill. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. So you're gonna try the assassin. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next up, warlock engineer. He's only 15 points. I can only get seven and a half Skaven slaves for a warlock engineer. Is this the asshole we use two of to lead the Skaven army in the general's challenge? It is. If you make him level two, then he's an extra 85 points. He's really only 15 fucking points. Yeah, dude. Check, take a look. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but he doesn't have anything, basically. Yeah. But basically, that means you could take just the engineer with the funky clan skier yeah. magic items. You can get, like, the doom rocket or the brass orb. Comes out in his trousers <laughs> for 15 points. The brass orb. So he's got a couple weapon options here. Yeah. 45 points. You can take a warlock augmented weapon from the Ooh. magic item list, which gives him plus one strength, <laughs> making him strength four. And plus one attack, making him attacks two. Sweet. <laughs> well worth Ooh, it, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> you can give him the pistols and the muskets. So I think me and the bear talked about whether you could take a warp lock pistol from his equipment selection, and then you can take a warp lock pistol from the other the scavenge pile. So you'd have a brace of warp lock pistols. Yeah. Which wouldn't be too bad. That'd be all right. But they're not bad. Okay. Chieftain, he's a hero. BSB, he's um, just a little turd, man. Taking the BSB or no? Uh, yeah, I do like BSBs. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> of the fucking luck factor. <laughs> he doesn't have anything to write home about. Uh, Upscale 5 to 4. Typical, typical Skaven hero, hero level. Yeah, he's only 45 points. Leader so 6. Mm-hmm. All right, 45 points, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Okay. Bucket of chieftains. <laughs> Bucket of chieftains? Five chieftains. Uh, yes. All right. Nice. Okay, so now we got Plague Priest. And I think the Plague Priest is probably the best hero choice. He's you a, got a level one wizard. Well, he's a level one wizard, but he has some kick ass stats on top of that. He's one skill five. He's tough five, so he's got toughness over the chieftain. He's got two wounds, initiative five, three attacks. Fuck me. He's frenzied. So he's like a fucking fighty. He's Fighty like casty lizard, guy. Yeah. You can upgrade him to a level two for thirty-five points. He ha- does he have to take the plague lore? Yeah, he takes the scaven spells of plague, yeah. which you can get a couple downers. Yeah, a couple one. real fucking downers. Where with the warlock, you can always get some magic missile action going on. Yeah, so you can get skunked on your plague priest. Um, 
Magic wise. Depending on what you get, yeah. But he, he can still beat somebody up. But if you've dumped a fucking points in him to make him a level two, he's 135 then. Plus whatever else you gave him. So you really don't want that guy doing too much fighting. Yeah, but he's a cannon. Shit bricks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can give him a flail or a plague sensor for 16 points. Ooh, why would you not go plague sensor? Well, if you're riding on the plague furnace, the <laughs> yeah. whole plague furnace counts as being in base-to-base contact. So you could take... Yeah. You would take approximately <laughs> 10 to 15 toughness tests for your own plague monks. Which Only, fail in combat. On Only in combat. Only in combat. When you un- unleash the plague sensor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, they did rule that it's a double, a double whammy when you get the, the plague furnace. You got to take it twice? Yeah. Oh. Because the plague furnace, it just does D6 hits. Yeah. D6 toughness tests. So then you, you would get hit twice if you're in base-to-base. But you're taking a shitload of your own, your own hits. I mean, <laughs> yes. you do get fa- you only fail on a six, but you're taking at least ten. Yeah. Maybe if you have a back rank, that's you're not the way. Fifteen. Then those I don't know what the plague monks cost, but that's definitely a fucking poor strategy. Yeah. Well, the fact rule too. Now this chat my ass because I was planning on using plague priests with plague sensors on their own. Yeah. But before the fact, the plague sensor didn't affect you. It only affected people in base-to-base. Yeah. So if he was on his own, he wouldn't be affected by it. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense I mean, right. if you're wielding it. But now they rule that you have to take a test, too. <laughs> so your guy's testing, too. And on a six, he'd take a wound. Wow. So you know that bite your ass every once in a while. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Otherwise, you can give him the plague furnace. That, that's the nature of the Skaven. I mean, come on. <laughs> that should not surprise you, Joe Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> plague furnace... I think this is in pretty much all scavenless. I mean, it's yeah, shit. it's a it's a common thing. It's a tough unit. I mean, you can wreck a lot of shit. It's unbreakable. Doesn't matter if the if the priest on top dies or not, does it? it no. Still rocks out. So the furnace tough six, wound six. It's got some crazy shit six, that goes down in combat. Seven attacks, as I learned during the general the challenge. Plus artillery dice with the strength five hits. <laughs> Plus the billowing death you put down the. Um, Flame template? Flame template reverse, and they ruled in the fact that you can march and do that. <laughs> that wasn't even a question. No one was asking if you could do that. And then they just added that in there saying you could. So you can move Fuck 10, it. drop that template, which is 8 inches long. So, I mean, if you come from the side, you'll hit. If you touch it, you're hit. So, like a unit of Chaos Knights, or if you got right in front of a Bretonian Lance, you would hit everyone. <laughs> you wouldn't charge the Lance, though, because they could break your ass and run you down. We learned from the <laughs> yeah. team tournament. Wah, wah. Well, that's only with Beastmen, Dragon Ogres, or Minotaur. Mm-hmm. It's giving probably better luck. Okay. So the other option is the Great Pox Rat. I'm a fan of this little rat here. You know? I gotta, t- I gotta tell you. He's 30 points, but uh, the Pox Rat, so he's moved six. So basically. <laughs> you can't put him in a unit of plague monks because your enemy can move 11 inches in and then he has to charge, charge and everybody else stays. So you can't use him that way. What I'm thinking about doing is putting him on a great pox rat and then either surrounding him with the plague sensor bearers yeah. just to, so he doesn't get, have to charge out. But otherwise, putting him in a unit of rat ogres yeah. with the plague sensor. And they all move the same. Because they're move six. They're all frenzied. And then he, the pox rat, he becomes frenzied too because of the rider. So he's got three strength four attacks, and then you got four strength six with the plague sensor. And you're only going to be touching if you want to put him on the end. 
You're taking one toughness test for a rat ogre because you got one rat ogre in base. <laughs> yeah. But you put them in the middle, you, get, you have to take two tests. So right. you want to keep the molders away or the pack masters, but you can put them wherever you want in the back. Right. And then, so if you want to put them in the middle, I mean, you can probably get more hits that way. Well, isn't the rule that you center back rank guys? And so he'd, he'd be in com- contact with two of them too then. Uh, maybe. I think that's the rule. Fuck you. So, all right, we'll put them on the side. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so the now, side is a pretty good strategy, though. Cause then, yeah, so you got your shitty kind of rat ogre unit, which you can put a rat ogre. You can upgrade to a champ in there, so you can actually get a lot of <laughs> attacks. Um, but with the Plague Priest in there, you get an extra seven attacks plus three to four <laughs> toughness tests because he's on a 40-millimeter base. I mean, he, he would be a pretty tough unit on his own. What's his leader? He's leadership six. Yeah, so then when shooting kills all those fucking handler guys, then they're stupid on a six. Yeah, we got the general nearby, dude. Stupid on a seven. (laughs) 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 Well, the thing with the plague priest on the pox rat is you can put him wherever you're. Yeah. Against a non-shooty army, then I would run him on his own because, like, he'd wipe. Wipe out a unit of crossbowmen or handgunners or something. If yeah, yeah, he's he's vulnerable to shooting. I think so. Do you have to have a unit of rat ogres in the list or a unit of giant rats or something? Run them around a far Just flank. To put them in. He'd mop up fucking war machines and shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm thinking about two two of those guys. I'm going to see how they work <laughs> and see how often the play sensor bites me in the ass. Nice. I'll start preparing my anti-strategy right now. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You're going to screw up the test results. All right. Is that it for heroes? That is it for the heroes. All right. So we're going to get on to the core scaven here. Let's do some core units. All right, guys. All right. All right. I'm a fan. I'm really a fan of these cores. You know Core, number one, clan rats. Uh, these Ku Klux clan rats? I think these are dwarven clan rats. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Be clansmen rats. Clansmen rats. Four points per model. <laughs> the shields are half point, and spears are half point. When's the last time we saw half points on ship? Been a couple editions, I think. Yeah. So I think overall they end up being a point cheaper. And then I know the commands, I think, used to be 5, 10, 10. So if you take full command, you come out. What is it, 3, 3, 6 now? Five points. Uh, 4, 8, 8. Uh, Ungors are 3, 3, 6, man. Yeah. I think these clannies could outfight those Ungors. I disagree. Well, I'm leadership eight with three ranks. Primal, just leadership primal theory, motherfucker. I, I got hatred if I could pass that leadership test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll have so to basically, have battle. The reason you would take clan rats over Skaven slaves, because you could take as many Skaven slaves as you want, yeah, is to get access to the weapon teams. So the clan rats. Let's talk about the weapon teams. Um, Did we talk about basic stats already? Weapon skill three, tough three, strength yeah, three, like a human, old. pretty much. They're one pip faster. Uh, combat. Okay. Uh, I like I like spears and shields on them. Full full up. I know some people don't like spears, but for a unit of twenty or thirty, you're paying ten or fifteen extra points. Yeah. Which that's fucking crap, dude. Ungor's spears cost a point. Yeah. Well, you can get a lot of synergy. We'll talk later with the magic. Yeah. Where the spears are really going to come in, kick some shit in. One thing about modeling the spears, and the reason I haven't cut the spears off the Ungor, despite my better judgment, is that we don't know what eighth edition is going to do to combat. So mm-hmm. I decided I'd leave them until I knew that. Yeah, and I've heard big big units are going to get bigger, better. So yeah. I mean, that can only help to Skaven, I think, overall. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because they're going to be able to take advantage of that rule. But as far as the weapon teams go, I, I think the winner is the Doom Flare, which is the close combat one. Yeah. And I think right now I'm planning three units of Clan Rats and three Doom Flares. I think it's a lot better than the other ones. 
basically because uh, it's a close combat one, and it's got a three-up armor save from the front. Okay. And that works even against shooting, they ruled in the fact. So mm-hmm. it's a lot more durable than the other ones. And then yeah. since it's close combat, you're going to be hiding it for the first three turns of the game. So they can that'll really cut down on their opportunities to shoot it. Yeah. Or what the warp fire thrower and the rattling gun. Uh, not so much the wind mortar because that can hide back there. But I think those two can, can move and shoot. But still, you have to expose yourself to get the shots. And they're easily... They're very, from my experience, General's Challenge, having played with some of these, they're fucking super fragile to shooting. It's almost retarded. Yeah, they have a four-up ward. If yeah. They're close within three inches of a unit, but... Of the parent unit. Of the parent unit, and they use their leadership and whatever, but... Yeah. I still think it's too many... I mean, the fire warfare throw is 70 points. <laughs> rattling gun is 55. That's crazy. You got to roll the hit with the rattling gun now. Warfire throw are a lot better due to the... And the Skaven book, all the partial hits are automatic hits, so you can really put a hurting on... Big, big blocks. So maybe when the next edition comes around, if there's more blocks and stuff, you might get some use out of that. But even then, I would only take maybe one. Yeah. And then with the Poison Wind Mortar, that one you can keep back. It's like a stone thrower, 24-inch gas. And then if you're under, you take a wound on a 4-plus norm or save, which Ooh. seems pretty good, but I don't... seems like a... Halfling hot pot to me, which never did shit when I used one. Well, they didn't always wound on a four plus, did they? They were strength three, nah. six under the hole. But basically, I don't think with the scattering and stuff, I don't think you'll ever do enough wounds. I mean, against Chaos Knights, yeah, yeah, you'll get points back. But against another Skaven army, against ogres, well, all you need to do against demons, Skaven, I mean, all that you need to do against Skaven is cause that panic check. <laughs> so I think the Doom Flayer is the big winner here. Because they ruled the three plus armor save from the front, even against shooting. Yeah. They does a D three impact hits when it comes in, which is strength four, and I'm not sure if it has the minus one or, or extra minus one on top of that. Yeah. But it's strength four, so you're probably going to kill at least one model, which is going to cut back on possible return attacks. But then it does the artillery dice worth of hits. Ooh, really? So those are automatic hits, strength four minus two. So I think that's. I mean, that's a pretty big, huge swing from any combat. What's the fluff on this thing? What's it supposed to look like? It's like a mini Doom Wheel. I'll show you a picture of it. Okay. But it's kind of like those old Chaos Dwarf uh, weird things. Like you know? the Blood Bowl fucking Rolly Wheel? Yeah. Spikes? So here's a picture of the Rolly Wheel. <laughs> it's kind of cool looking. Yeah, but... So I think those are good. Yeah. They're, I think they're real good. I mean, because you can... I mean, you could charge them all in the same fucking unit. Forget the clan rants. Just <laughs> the army of fucking Doom Flayers. Yeah. Plus you've had three, three units of clan rats and you got a unit of chaos knights they're not gonna they have to think twice about moving up to those rats because if you charge <laughs> in you're getting 3d3 impacts yeah and then basically 3d10 strength four hits minus two <laughs> which is fucking Plus crazy. you're gonna have full combat res from the ranks and possibly flanks so yeah what's the move on the doom, doom move, player move five okay bad it's the cheapest one 55 points so i'm planning on using it you're gonna use a couple or just one um the list that i'm gonna use starts with two okay and then i'm thinking three but um, we'll see how that goes all right it depends on how durable they end up being yeah okay so that's as far as the weapon teams go that's the bee's knees storm vermin <laughs> weapon skill four halberds these guys strength halberds four. No, strength three. <laughs> You're harping on the halberd? The lowly halberd. Yeah. <laughs> you give them shields. They got heavy armor, so you could go three up. Halberds give plus one strength. Yep. Strike an initiative order. Initiative five. You need ten plus. I guess the novelty of taking a small unit. Is gone. But they're only leadership. They're scaven. Should be no small units. Look at this bit of uh, wonkery here. Storm vermin. <laughs> leadership five. The elite unit. Night runners. Leadership six. <laughs> What's going on there? Hey, man. 
That's how it is. Basically, storm vermin. I don't know. For my purposes, <laughs> I don't see them that useful. I mean, no. for my list and my theme, I'd be hard pressed to assemble a unit. I'm not sure what models I would use to fit with the woodland theme. Yeah. I mean, you get a magic banner, but none of the magic banners are that great. We'll get into them a little later. Maybe we can muse on what would be acceptable <laughs> for a unit of storm vermin. Dryads with rat heads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You can take 15 points from the scavenge pile on your fang leader. Ooh. Champ. So you could take a rat hound and a pistol. be five attacks. Four <laughs> Pretty attacks. badass. What ifs? So I don't think... I mean, they're seven points each. They're cheap. Eight points with the shield, but still... So they're eight points with a shield. Ungors would be... I think they'd be seven points with a spear and a shield. Yeah. I think I'd take these guys over Ungors. Yeah. Clan rats, five points. Spear yeah. Shield. That's fucking horseshit, because... <laughs> I guess, I don't know, if you give storm vermin spears, that'd be pretty nice. Can you? That's an option? Fuck no, you can't. No. Tell with that. <laughs> I mean, the new bottles are badass. Yeah, that'd be really a reason are. to take storm vermin. <laughs> I think they're pretty cheap. I think you get, the clan rats are in boxes of twenty. Nice storm vermin in boxes of twenty. They're twenty buck, twenty for like forty bucks or whatever. I think the storm vermin are twenty. Uh, I'm not sure. I was surprised to see that high elves are in boxes of sixteen spears and really? archers. Yeah, no fucking lie. It's thirty five bucks though. Mm. That's an old box though. Yeah, I was looking to do the games workshop, the stockholder report. Yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little word to the shitheads opening thing and like they're trying to make plastics as expensive as the metals because they're selling the inherent value of the figure it shouldn't matter if it's made of plastic or metal shouldn't matter how much money it costs them to manufacture yeah <laughs> okay so next up we got scaven slaves which are nice so these are the units you can shoot into combat with yeah they got expendable no expendable no panic checks when they die yeah or run through your ship and cornered rats is when they flee i think from combat they'll do d3 hits plus a hit for each rank so that's eh, a nice little extra i guess to who to, to the anyone within d6 inches okay so probably just the unit that chased them but yeah i don't know, even like a unit of vast cavalry or something you could let let the fast cab charge them in the flank <laughs> and then just to get rid of the fast cab yeah then they'll you'll lose and then the fast cab have to take <laughs> D6. D3 plus probably three or four hits. <laughs> so maybe it'll kill one or two. Strength three on those hits? Yep. And two points per model. <laughs> you can give them spears, shields, or slings for a half point each. Okay. Um, I'm not a... I guess uh, if you want to model them with spears, I mean, you could get a lot of use out of that with the Death Frenzy spell. But I think just hand weapon is, is fine. Because they're going to die anyways. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that you want to spend more points. You're going two points. Spear and shield would be three points. If you give them spear, then you're expecting to be fighting in two ranks. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would you expect... I don't know. But your slaves to do any fighting. slaves, they're like those shitty units. You gotta give them the opportunity to pull some shit out of their ass. Knobblers. Three ranks yeah. and outnumbered, dude. <laughs> They're yeah. up four right away. Give them the spears. Ten attacks, dude. And <laughs> if they flub their attacks, you could kill ten guys. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many units of these you plan on taking? Uh, three to five. Oh, at uh, 25? 20, 20 to 25. <laughs> it's a shit um, ton I'm thinking of about giving them slings for a half point. Kill those giants. <laughs> kill those giants, dude. They're only blister skill two, though. Fuck it. You don't Plus get... one to hit. <laughs> yeah. 
Plus, when they hit, you get double shots if you're within nine inches. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nice. 50 shots. 50 plus shots, one to hit. Dude. Plus one to hit. But you got to move. So that's minus one. It would be short range. Yeah. Double shots, minus one. But otherwise, even shooting at a unit on a hill or something, it's move, long range. You're looking at sevens to hit. So. What do those things cost? A point each? Half a point. Yeah, maybe so, take one unit with them. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe deploy one or two units. And then... If I did five units, it'd be two units with slings, and then three units just hand weapon. Yeah, to go between them or something. Just in, to give me give you the option. Yeah. Okay. So the next unit is night runners, and they can take the fifth weapon team that we haven't talked about. But their stats, uh, their move six, an extra pip of initiative, so initiative five and leadership over the clan rats, and then they have two hand weapons and throwing stars. Yeah. So you could almost do the same. Yeah, but they're a lot more Same expensive. Thing. Yeah, there's seven points each. You can give them slings for a point, so that would give you... You could actually shoot other stuff then if you wanted. Yeah. But otherwise, they have a slinking advance, which means they make a free march move before the game. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so you put them on the flanks. They're move six, so they'd be 18 inches across after the first turn. <laughs> that's not too bad. Yeah, that's all right. Because that would, that would be a turn two charge on the, like, whatever, archers... Fucking dwarf crossbowmen, thunders. <laughs> then you spend the rest of the game locked in combat with those fucking dwarves. <laughs> yeah, dwarf war machine crew. <laughs> but you can, with the warp grinder, that lets them tunnel at 60 points. That's the war machine or the. Yeah, it's a weapon team attachment. that grinds through the ground and lets you come up on the battlefield like a, like a tomb scorpion or something. So your fully ranked unit can show up. If you take 20 night runners in a warp grinder, it's 200 points. Yeah. So it's not too bad. The Warp Grinder does D3 strength 4 hits in close combat. Okay. I'm thinking about doing a unit. Um, yeah. Just trying them out. But otherwise, I don't see them integral part of the battle plan. All right. Uh, second to last. Giant rats? Fucking units here, yeah. Giant rats. Giant rats. I think they're spot on. You can take them as yeah, small Yeah, these guys are solid. Five rats and a pack master up to 30. And actually, they're probably one of your hittier units as far as the little shit troopers go. Because you get two ranks of attacks with the giant rats, and you can upgrade to a master molder. Yeah. The <laughs> weapon skill five, strength four, tough four, two wounds. Great weapon. Two attacks, but you can get more great weapon. Great weapon. A great weapon. Yeah. I think that unit of, I was taking, the way it came out, 26 giant rats, three pack masters, the master molder, with the great weapon was like 130 points. Yeah, that's well worth it for that unit. That so unit. I think- the move six. I mean, you get a shit ton of attacks. Uh, one of the strategies you employed in the team tourney was units of nine with one pack master. So yeah, eight and rats, a, one pack master, and a three by three. Just because I like the frontage, the tiny frontage. Yeah, they well they put out a shit ton of attacks. You got two ranks of attacks plus yep, the seven guy. attacks with the yeah champ, and, and they're great for deflecting shit. For, and they're kind of like Skaven eagles or something almost. They have a small footprint. So yeah. you can get them into places you can't... Ideally, if you have the points, you'd want to use slaves because the, they're cheaper. But Don't cause panic. Don't cause panic. But the giant rats, you can get them in smaller smaller places if you go small. If you go big, you can go big and actually hit, have a hitty presence. Yeah. Unlike the Skaven slaves. So I, I like the giant rats a lot. I think they're only three points each. I don't yeah. think you could go wrong. No matter I think that's either. a solid choice. I'd probably take at least two units of those if I were you. 25 mm-hmm. strong. Fuck it. And the last choice is rat swarms 25 points each so they don't skirmish anymore <sighs> see i thought they were skirmished i yeah, played that shit wrong fucking tough if they're skirmish bear you care to chime in here no not really he's just looking at us like yeah he didn't say anything for a while he's laughed a couple times though <laughs> he's guffawed at least once uh, <laughs> and possibly chortled 
<laughs> All right. So Swarm, Strength 2, Toughs 2, Wounds 5, Attack 5. They're Swarm, so they're unbreakable. Yeah. So it, they I crumble. guess it's one at least solid. They're only 25 points of base. <laughs> Yeah. So you can get two for 50. The only real use I see for these you have to take two. would be holding something up. It's a two-plus unit. Yeah. I think you take one for 25 points. That'd Maybe holding shit. something up for a turn or two so that you can flank it, but I don't think I wouldn't take it. Yeah, them. for Personally, 50 points, I'd, I'd you can get a unit of 25 slaves. Yeah, leave them in the, <laughs> leave them in the rat warren. Don't bring them but out. But they're a smaller template. They never they may never panic. You know what they're going to fucking do? They move six a little faster. I don't, you could probably... Feasibly, I might try a unit or two. They might have a spot. I mean, you can see over them and shit. So, all right. Let's get on to special. You guys want to do special? Nah, let's skip it. Uh, let's just go straight to rares. Special. We got a lot of competition here between a few choices. Okay. There's a few shit choices. <laughs> Gutter runners, twelve points per model. Web skill four, move six, blister skill four. They got a six plus ward save from the dodge. Two hand weapons, throwing stars, scouts, skirmish, sneaky infiltrators. What's that about? They move on like miners. <laughs> they should call that rule slippery fucking eels. <laughs> and then, so basically, they have a couple <laughs> weapon options. You can replace a hand weapon with a snare net. Which I think they you took used from one a, of those on my mother, haven't you, Ryan? He <laughs> <laughs> took it from a Noblar snare finger. <laughs> snare finger. There's basically no reason you would ever take one. Counts as a shield, so you get a five plus armor save in close combat. That part I missed every time I read this previously. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy models in base contact with one or more gutter runners armed with this snare net suffer a minus one weapon skill and minus one initiative. So it's not cumulative. Yeah. But it's not nearly as good as goblin netters either. You train, yeah, an extra attack. I don't see in a standard take take on all comers list. I wouldn't bother, but yeah, I guess I don't know if you're taking a troop down from weapon skill four to three, that's a mm, big deal. Yeah, I guess. But for those Counts points, as a shield five up. I mean, it's free, but then you're having yeah. your attacks. <laughs> but you could gang up on a fucking Cygor, make him weapon skill one. <laughs> he, he starts at weapon skill two, so... Yeah, I know, you're taking him down to one. <laughs> He's hitting you on fives. Uh, I'm fucking snare netting your ass. He would have, he, he when I'm the, playing you, I'm switching out for snare nets. He would have done the stone thrower. You never would have got close, bitch. No, I would have fucking sneaky infiltrated. <laughs> came up behind him. Anyway. <laughs> you can take slings, one point per model. Definitely do that no matter what else you do because slings fucking rock. <laughs> if you come on sneaky infiltrator, that's double shots. And bliss is skill four, you can actually hit something. Yeah, there, there you go. Okay, then upgrade to poison attacks. That's five points per model, which didn't seem that great, but they ruled in the fact that the poison attacks... Bully! The fuck is your problem? <laughs> An example of Cats domestic abuse right, right on the air, folks. It's sad. <laughs> All right, so they ruled... The, the poison FAQ. affects shooting attacks, too. So the slings, slings would be a Double shot. Double shot slings. Poison, <laughs> but you're getting up to six six extra points. So it's 18 points per model oh, instead my. of 13. Yeah, why don't you do that every game, dude? But they got to take a big unit of 30. You take a death runner. You take the champ. He's got a five up ward, dude. Ooh. You can give him weeping blades. 30 points. Give him stinking blades. You can give him smoke bomb. 
You want to hear what the smoke bomb does? Why not? <laughs> Wasted enough time on this fucking stupid ass unit. Smoke bomb. <laughs> no fucking, I must have lay a smoke bomb on my own here. <laughs> As I'm looking at this book, the one thing that stands out to me is the huge number of options and special rules under each entry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to like everything in the books I like. Yeah. Smoke bombs, one use only. So you give this to your champ. When that, so you'd have to be alive to use it. Man, get you a fucking little Footsie stink toes off me. Man. <laughs> I had Drop these toes up my butt earlier. Gonna run off. <laughs> so basically, you pursue one d six less than normal. So I don't know. I think with that, you could charge into the front of a unit of infantry to go after a wizard. Yeah, and then actually maybe get away. See, where was it? You get pursued one d six less. Yeah, they roll one d six less than normal. So Minotaur would pursue you zero d six. Psych. We cut on the pissed. plus side. They would kill all the gutter runners and base to base content. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but you have to take the champ. It's only ten points. Ten. Uh, the death runner. He's twelve points. <laughs> But you're talking about you get an extra like, attack, and he's got a five up ward. So that's one Skaven that you paid eighteen plus twelve. Costs more than your one thirty points. Engineer. Yeah, thirty <laughs> points plus the magical item for a fucker with one wound. He's got a five up ward, dude. Dude, he's gonna be a dead ass bitch if I dude, fight I'm your gonna ass. Him, I'm gonna give him weeping blades too. Thirty points plus poison. <laughs> And I'm going to switch out for the snare net. I don't <laughs> see how I could lose. <laughs> It'll cost more than several of your units and several of your characters. Yeah, it costs more points than a chieftain BSB. How many slaves <laughs> could you get for that? Like, fucking, uh, you needed 20 slaves? 30 for slaves? tricked out champion, that would be 70 points. <laughs> That's 35 <laughs> slaves, dude. <laughs> but, but this guy, I think he could do it. I think he could kill 35 slaves. <laughs> Yeah. All if right. They beat him. Can we get on the rat orders? Bombs, dude. He <laughs> just runs you. away. He just runs away. <laughs> Point style. <laughs> Why do I do this fucking cast? <laughs> he just runs away, dude. I'm going to pick my nose here. <laughs> Smoke can... bombs. All right. I'm taking, I'm playing you. Four units of gutter runners. <laughs> Four assassins. Smoke bombs all over. <laughs> I just run away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so irritated right now. <laughs> I'm tempted to have another beer. Okay, they can also take Warp Grinder, which is the tunneling thing, but yeah. you're either scouting or you're coming on the board anyways. <laughs> Do you have to be like eight inches in? You can act normally that turn even declaring a charge. So they can charge the turn they come on? Yeah, but you're paying 60 points oh, Lord. for yeah. the privilege. For the privilege. See, with the Night Runners... That might be fun. With the fully ranked unit popping up behind your lines. 30 of them? Charging. Is there a max on that unit size? Uh, it's 140 points for 20. I don't know what the what's Can you the max. drop like 50 dudes in my backfield <laughs> to charge on turn one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! Run away! Shit! You could take a unit of 90. <laughs> I think if they touch, they kind of charging. But you want them that big, so they can. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's a automatic. That's a one plus in every army, I think. I think that's automatic. You're going to see a lot of 100-man units. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's next? Rad Ogres. They're three ranks. More than three ranks. Rad Ogres. Rad Ogres. <laughs> Rad Ogres, please. I'm just saying, if you had a 100-man unit, five 10 wide, by 10? Oh, you're going five wide with these? 20 deep. You're talking leadership of at least 23. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't get cut off at three. Oh, shit. Cast is going downhill quick. 
All right, Rad Ogres. Rad Ogres got a smidge cheaper, and they got Frenzy, which... Frenzy's huge. Frenzy's big. It's not, they're only, not panicking. Yeah, but you're fucked because you can only take one Packmaster per two Rad Ogres, and shooting is randomized on a five or six, you hit the Packmaster. So basically, once he's dead, then you're stupid on a five. Despite the Frenzy. Despite the frenzy, and that's where it goes downhill quick. Cause yeah, so you have to take at least four rat ogres to get two, two pack masters. <laughs> but you can upgrade one to a master molder, like we talked about before. Can you give him a whip then? Well, you could, but then in the fact they ruled that he had to be out front like a champion. <laughs> so you might as well give him the great weapon. That's all yeah. Right. Give him a great weapon. I mean, he's toughness four, so he's a little more survivable. And then you can upgrade to a master bred rat ogre, which is an extra weapon skill. So he's weapon skill four. Yeah, and he's attacks four. And they, he also counts as a champ. So you're going to have two champions in the unit. Yeah. And this is, I guess, where I've been musing is a, I think if you want to take a unit, you have to take four just because you have to have the insurance against the Packmaster yeah. just getting nailed because then you have a stupid, worthless unit. <laughs> once, it, once it goes stupid from uh, General's Challenge experience, that unit's fucking shit. Yeah. Not going to do a damn thing. So you want to go... I guess if I'm going to take it, and I'm going to try this and see how it works. <laughs> Four Rat Ogres with the Master Bread, and then uh, upgrade the Master Molder with just a great weapon. And then this is where potentially I can put the Plague Priest on the Pox Rat. Uh, and that should be a pretty yeah. pretty damn hitty unit. Because, Gives them the leadership bump, so... Yeah, the Rat Ogres would have four attacks each. So 16 plus one for the champ, 17, and then... You throw in the Master Molders, 19. The whip is 20, and then seven more for the... <laughs> so they're different strengths or whatever, and you'd have to be pretty wide to get yeah. them all, but um, I think it's okay. It'd be a crazy... I think that's the only way you out. could... Although I don't... How could you take two? I don't think you would. Because it's 88 points, and you have to take a Packmaster on a five or six. He gets shot and dies. It's stupid. 40 points per Rat Ogre? Yeah. What do the Whippy guys cost? Eight. Uh, you only take one for every two. Yeah. Yeah. And if you use Army Builder, the system gets fucked up (laughs) when you take a unit of four. Because if you upgrade to a Master Brad and the Master Molder, it takes out the Packmaster because it can only handle two extra profiles on the bottom. (laughs) Just an FYI if you use that. Nice. All right. Yeah, I'm thinking about using that. Okay, so Plague Monks. I think Plague Monks are pretty nice. Yeah, I think they're a solid choice. Tough four, seven points. And then they're frenzied, so you don't have to worry about panic. Two hand weapons. And then this is where your plague furnace is going to go. So three attacks each with the frenzy. So Yeah. Plus, that's four for the champ. That's they got a couple nice banners we can talk about. But I think they're pretty... Even if you don't want to take a plague furnace, if you got a special slot, I mean, you could take any of these guys, and they're still pretty okay. Yeah. But you could take a dude with plague priest with a flail, or you can even go sensor. If you put them on the edge, you're only going to get three of your guys in. Yeah. Do you have any ideas for conversions on these guys? Yeah, I'm thinking about using um, the new Ungors, which are a little bigger. Yeah. So then these will just be like elites. And then maybe I could uh, give them a little cloak or something, but I wouldn't make them pestilenty or anything. Right. Like that. They'd just be the elite troopers. Just be bigger and cooler. Yeah, I think that's a decent idea. All right. Next up is Plague Sensor Bearers, which is weird that usually Plague Sensor Bearers they used to be before in a, used to be in rare. Oh, it did. And you had to take Plague Monks, I think, to take them. But now they're competing for each other. So I think straight up, Plague Sensor Bearers are like nothing else in this list. Yeah, and you I think they're... Them. Take those for sure. You got your plague sensors. They're tough four. They're two attacks base plus frenzy plus hatred. 
<laughs> and they're 16 points each, but they're frenzy. They're stubborn. They're actually 16 points each? Yeah, Fuck me. I didn't I know that. They're stubborn. disciples. But, I mean, they're going to take on a fully ranked unit and beat it pretty hands down. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of shit that They're dying on sixes from being in base contact yeah. or from having play sensors for 16 points. That's fucking crazy. But there's nothing else in the list like it. No, that's hitty shit. You can sneak it through. The only thing is you have to watch out if you get drawn off or... Yeah, because they could potentially have one guy in there. Like, move up <laughs> so you only have one plague sensor in range. And he's got to come in so you get one guy in, in base. Yeah. They'll form up on him, forming a big line. And all your dudes are dying on a, on a roll of a six. No, they fact it that only the guys who are touching someone who's fighting. Ah, uh, okay. So the well, first two would take it, yeah. if I understand correctly. It's not as bad, then. Yeah, so I'll be taking... I'm going to I'm gonna read up on that shit. Double check, your punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> punk ass, bitch. So I think definitely one unit of those. I mean, you could take two or three. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say at least one. Those having played with them and against them, they're solid. Mm-hmm. Next up, Warplock Gisales, 20 points each. They don't skirmish like they used to, which means if you're not facing the right way, you have to move, and then you can't shoot that turn. Ooh, yeah. That's shitty. That's kind of similar. Dwarf Thunderers, when they used to be able to move and shoot, they were a lot more fucking usable. Yeah. You upgrade to a sharp, sharpshooter, 10 points, with skill 4. I guess if you're going to take them anyways, you might as well. Yeah. You want every shot to count. Are you going to take some of these? They're 30 points each. Am I seeing that 20 right? 20 points each. 20 points. That's, that seems like a lot. Mm, no, Strength I think I'm going to rely on AP, magic, and slings, yeah. I guess, to, for my shooting power. That just seems really expensive. For You get 10 slaves for each fucking Giselle, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last up, poison wing globe ears. I don't know. These are okay. I think even if they're a core, they wouldn't be that great. But they're taking up a special slot. And they got heavy armor. That's a plus. Poison wing gloves. So basically, you roll the hit. If you hit, then they wound on a 4+. plus. Regardless of toughness. And they can shoot into close combat. Do they allow an armor save? No. Okay. But the other... I guess the only good thing about him that I would say is you can take a bombardier. 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 He's supposed to go four, but he can purchase a death globe. Yeah. So basically that one is from the magic item section, and you put that one down, and then it scatters. Is it a template? Yeah, you put it down a template. Three inch? Uh, yeah, a three inch. Okay. And you put it down within, and then it scatters. But they can shoot into close combat. Uh. So... <laughs> you can put drop that down on a unit if that's a direct hit. You're going to kill 10 or 12 of their guys in a, in a close combat like that. That's nasty. Um, but they're 50 points each. Oh, yeah, that's pretty pricey. Five points for the bombardier and then another 25 for the globe, so you're paying 80. What's the min unit size, five? Five, yeah. But five? Then, then their leader, five. Really? 50 points each? No, oh, 10, no points 10 points each, each. five. Okay, I thought you meant each. Just saying, who's taking that shit? <laughs> but all right. Yeah, but so you're almost a hundred points in for that them. combo. Yeah, yeah. Any anything can kill him. All right, that's it for the specials. All right. Yeah, there's only a couple of rares. Rare section. Hell pit abomination. This is the fucking cat's meow right here. Yeah, you got your warpstone spikes. For magical attacks as well, magic resistance one, which is nice. I don't think we remember that because they cast fireball on his yeah. ass once. Everybody was spelling his ass. That's a good point. We did not remember that. We man. gotta learn these rules. Next we really time. fucking fucked up with the abomination. Yeah, he's got the impacts. 
regenerate large targets. I mean, against some armies, he's going to wreck shit. You can just yeah. plow them into pretty he, much anything. You, like Enough ranked units. Six is going to fin- finish them. Ranked units of, like, standard troops. Not necessarily yeah. high-strength elite troops, but standard troops. He fucking you know, mopped you up, you, dude. If you roll one or two, he's, uh, that's the strength six hit and base contact. <laughs> so, But he's, he's only going to have... I don't know. Mine's modern on a 60 by... Uh, yeah. Or no, a 50 by 100. Uh, I think the chariot base. base is the standard. In the fact, they just said put them on whatever you want. Uh, put them on like a 100 by 100 yeah. base. So you could do that, but yeah, that's the worst one, which means you're only probably, you're probably going to roll one to wound, so you're only going to kill three guys. But against ogres, that's like eight wounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we did, he's only stubborn on an eight, which isn't a sure thing. So if you take one, I think you want to take a... BS Bizzle? Yeah, I think you'd want to. Keep him around? But he's not immune to panic either. So no, learn that way. Leadership aid sucks ass for panic. You're just asking for some shit. He's intimidating though. He pretty much drew all the fire on the board. Yeah, I know. As much as could shoot at him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. So yeah. I think some games too, you're gonna want to hold him back. If if they don't have shooty, hold him back. Make him guess where he's gonna go because they can't commit if that shit's gonna run in and stomp his ass. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if, enemies, I, I, if I had that, I don't think I would hold back at all. I'd fucking. You get a, you want well, everything else has to go right then, too, so you can't go jukey. Yeah, I suppose. If you're going Operation Grill, my friend, <laughs> you right out. He has to move in some direction, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Can't not Well, move. you could put him in. I was thinking about getting a unit of slaves, and then if I didn't want him to move, I could just ram him into the slaves. <laughs> Does D6 strength six hits to him. <laughs> Does he pop out the other side or no? No, he just stops. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, special note though, right? Uh, Warhammer players who are members of the Tea Party generally refer to them as the Obama Nation, <laughs> <laughs> and then have to sculpt the president's head on their <laughs> arm. <laughs> Just get an Obama bobblehead, <laughs> rip the head off. <laughs> sweet a little ass. cigarette sticking out of his mouth. Get some rat teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the Obama Nation, my friend. Nice. All right. Okay. What else we got? Up next, we got Doom Wheel. I think I People like the Doom like Wheel. People like this Doom Wheel. Wrecked some shit when you were playing? I didn't I didn't play against the Doom Wheel. So you with... with the Doom Wheel. 2d6 strength 2 attacks, and then d3 strength 6 hits. Yeah. If it didn't charge. So, and it's leadership 7. It's immune to psych, so you don't have to worry about panic. But it's not stubborn, so... <laughs> you beat it by one. It's gone. Which, if you get a unit of infantry locked in there, or even... Well, typically, I think this... What's its unit strength? Big enough to break ranks? Yeah, it's unit strength five. Of course. Tough six. I mean, it's, it's good for... It's tough as shit. In the Warhammer today, it does... It's nice because of the lightning. Does D six wounds? Yeah, it has so to hydras, shoot. Right, unless you pass leadership tests, it has to shoot. So it could yeah. shoot at your it own shoots, shit. Yeah, it shoots at your shit to start with, and then once you're in close combat, it shoots what it's in close combat with. Yeah, well, you get so, that thing out on a flank behind like a piece of terrain that you can't yeah. see past. I think against certain armies, it'll clean up ogres. Um, if the beastmen with the large creatures, Son of a um, bitch. even. <laughs> You know, anything with a large model, they're going to stay away from that because yeah. that's a killer right there. Sure. So if everybody's got a large model, I think I guess it does come in handy. But for my, my list, uh, I couldn't figure out a way to put couldn't this fit it in, thing huh? in there. But I don't know. I don't think it's that great. <laughs> All right. Except Warp Lightning Cannon. They fixed it so it somewhat follows rules for normal <laughs> doesn't have machines. to automatically flee when charged. Yeah, but they lump in its wounds under the cannon. 
So when you shoot at it, it's toughness six for everything. So you can never kill the crewman. <laughs> but it shoots like a cannon and then it ends up with a stone thrower template underneath. At the, the end. Strength very the end. Strength yeah. Ten. So the bounce is the distance and the final strength. Yeah. So I think that's how it works. That's how it is. Yeah. That's how it was played by people who knew what the fuck they were doing. So I just assumed <laughs> it was right. But yeah. Yeah, only ninety points. I think it's pretty decent. Yeah, it's I a lot harder to kill one. than it's intimidating. Cannon. Just it's D six wounds, right? Yeah, potential strength ten. That's I think you need something to take out big guys, and this is it. Fucker, <laughs> son of a bitch. Play call. Why are you always picking on the big guys, dude? That's weak. They're so big. <laughs> so big and scary. Play call. Claw, catapult. Big mm-hmm. template. Mortar. Strength two hit. Yeah. What do you think? Allows armor save. No. 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 How many points? 100. <laughs> no. The crew get D6 attacks, and their toughness 4. Cause How many crew? Monks. Two or three? They got four wounds. Fucking cats! Keep it down! Bully! Bully! I'll break your fucking neck. You're going to be in a goddamn weird cone thing. I don't know. Yeah. Not a fan. I don't like it for 100 points. It'd be fun to mock it up and try it. You proxy it with a grudge thrower, maybe? <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't expect too much. You have to hit something with that template. It's so big. The abomination being so badass and costing so much, I'd probably just take that for my rare. You could take three play call catapults <laughs> for the cost. Well, two and, and a half. If you had enough rare slots, you could. <laughs> well, if the percentage applies, yeah, perhaps. All right. Anyways, so that's, that's it for that. rares. Yeah, I think I'm going to take a warp lightning cannon and the abomination HPA. for fun, but maybe, maybe not. You're going to make a second abomination still? That was your original thought. Uh, yeah, for Adepticon next year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, let's wrap this up. So we got to talk about the, magic. the spell lores. Okay, so you can take Spells of Ruin, which is kind of scurry. Uh, yeah. And Plague, which is pestilentia. So you got the Dreaded 13 spell. goes off on a 25 plus. Yeah. So the reason the Gracier can swap out for it and then the Vermilar can swap out for it. Basically, uh, I would only take that if I was going against a magic heavy army. Yeah, you are chance of for that miscast. Yeah. Yeah. Because that goes off on a 25-plus. I would never, ever plan on casting the spell. <laughs> never. Yeah. Even with power stones and everything, it's going to be pretty it's, tough. It's fucking stupid, dude. But the story the bear was referring to, and the bear, he got mighty sleepy, so he took off. Yeah, the bear bailed. I'm sorry, we're not going to have any it's more. 921 on a Thursday. More, more bear commentary on this one. <laughs> it was a heavy bear bear focus episode. <laughs> yeah. But the, bear, the story he was saying was... And I heard this from Marty too at Adepticon. But our friend Eric Hagen from the Twin Cities, for whatever reason, he had his vampire, all his vampires in a unit of ghouls. <laughs> and he, the first spell he cast, he miscast and rolled a five or a six. And then <laughs> I think he's spell. playing like a 13-year-old kid or something <laughs> who then used the dreaded 13 spell on that unit. Which you could, could never hope to dispel. Yeah. And I don't think he had any dispel scrolls or... <laughs> anything like that but anyways that whole unit just got wiped out on the first turn and that was the, the end of Eric's first game that was in the championships yeah it was the first game of the championship well there you go that's, that gave that kid a solid win against yeah. BC <laughs> nice. so that's when you take that otherwise there's no hope of casting it yeah otherwise without serious miscasting I guess 
basically, if I was going to go for it, I'd roll three dice and hope for a double six yeah, or I however think, many dice I have. I think to get a miscast or to get Irresistible Force, you still have to roll the casting value of the spell so you can no, never get it double off. double sixes always go off, dude. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Double six always dispels no matter what the value is. doesn't matter, though. That's a dispel, not a cast. You have to roll the casting value. What fucking rules are you playing with? We, we argued whether or not you chariots... Have a Chariots go by wounds and they don't. It says in the rule book, chariots have four wounds, period. Mm-hmm. You were wrong. And I think you're wrong about this. What, what was I wrong about? How unit many, strength? The unit strength on a chariot because the Tuscor chariot has five wounds, so you thought it would negate ranks. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It says in the rule book that they have unit strength four. Okay. BRB. Well, that's something we never came up with. <laughs> We've played hundreds of games of Warhammer. <laughs> well, with, who would take a Tuscor dozens chariot? of irresistible forces, <laughs> and you never brought that shit up once. I just started thinking about I could be wrong. I'm just fucking with you. Really. You son of a bitch. But that's I'll, I'll fucking use my smoke bombs. Uh, run away. <laughs> my anyway, he'll just get away. So I'm with the rest of the fucking lore. <laughs> Fuck. Get or leave. This is Shittier. what lore is this then? This, we're going with Ruin, page 78. All right. Lore so this one. Get to make a you fly move. You can't go into combat now. Is that what it is? You can fly move? No, you can go anywhere on the table, or at least one inch away from enemy models. We use this with some success last year in the team tourney. Yeah, it's a good spell to have because you usually don't use it. Yeah. And then, like, turn five or six, your you wizard's like, in oh, some shit. shit and they for, <laughs> or you cast all your spells, and then you use your warpstone tokens to skitter leap out of there after they used all their dice because they forgot about it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a good plan. Mm-hmm. I guess I would rather take against a non-heavy magic army. I'd take Skitter Leap for my default. But one thing you can do is you can take for the Gray Seer. You can take Skaven Spells of Plague, yeah, and then still sub out one of those for Skitter Leap. Uh, so if you roll a Pestilent Breath, you can sub Pestilent Breath for Skitter Leap. That'd be decent nice. since Pestilent Breath really sucks. Yeah, it sucks balls. All right, moving on. Warp Lightning six plus. You can't go big on it. It's the same as before. D six strength five. Except you don't get the two D six option. Yep. You All can, right. Mm, Decent magic missile. Howling Warp Gale. This song spells great. Yeah, this spell is fucking... We used it extensively in one of the games. <laughs> Tits. Yeah. Two or three. But it's minus one to hit. Uh, it's not Remains in Play, which is fucking nice, because there's a couple spells in the lore of life and shit <laughs> that That'll cancel you cast it. off, and then they just dispel it in their turn. Yeah. So it's minus one to hit, which is nice, and then they can't fly, which yep. is great for the... Remember the eagle? Yeah. Because they're only moved to then, so puts a kibosh on that bullshoy. Yeah. Okay. Death Frenzy. <laughs> I don't think we rolled this one, but... No, we didn't. Basically, it gives your unit Frenzy with plus two attacks instead of plus one. And they take a D6... D6 wounds at the end of each of It's your automatic turns. wounds? Or is it yeah. hits? Automatic wounds. Ooh. So limits, you can't use it on the smaller units because you kill through them right away. Yeah. But it's nice for, like, those clan rats with spears now. Yeah. So now yeah, you got... they go from 10 attacks to 30 attacks. <laughs> That's fucking ape shit. Your giant rats go from 10 attacks to 30 attacks. So you definitely have some synergies built in with your troop toys if you're going to go heavy magic. Yeah. So you, if you do, do take magic, you want to take some spears or some giant rats. I mean, to take advantage of this spell. Because otherwise, just on clan rats or something, you're going from 5 to 15 isn't even that great. Yeah. So the next one is Scorch. This one's a pretty solid spell. Yeah. It's I like a it. round template anywhere. Strength 4 hit. So if, I think it's nice for charging a unit of slaves into something. And then you can cast Scorch on it. <laughs> and you, if it's a big block, you put it right in the middle. 
and that's 25 hits. Strength <laughs> <Yeah>. four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's panic check if they do it, and it is flaming, so. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the Solid. plague bear stuff works pretty nice. The last one is Crack's Call. Crack's Call. Uh, be pretty tough to use this one. You have to be within, the range is 46 inches. What's it cast on? 11 plus. So, what does it do? Uh, draws a line, 46 inches. You take an initiative check to leap out of the way. If you fail, you're just removed. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were going to try and do this on the tree, man. Yeah, we're going to try a tree man it, but you'd have to get within 10 or 12 inches, and it was pretty much impossible to do without leaving the unit, Yeah, which leaves you open for a strangle route. Yeah. So Yeah, it's decent, though. I think you, against, like, dragon ogres, that'd be a solid. If you could yeah, get to the side of this them. This might be a... Um, if you're taking a seer, you could maybe take a unit of... It'd be nice to have a unit of gunner runners or something to, so he can join up with them, and then if you're going to run in round and cast this spell <laughs> just to give him uh, some defensive flak. Yeah. You know, if they have shooters and stuff like that. But otherwise, you can destroy buildings on a 5 plus, dude. <laughs> I did not destroy any Domus buildings. <laughs> like I so hoped. I think I only rolled it in one of the games and he was off off the board in a short order. Unfortunately. Right. Spells a plague. These ones are nice. Except uh, for Pestilent Breath. Pestilent Breath sucks balls. Uh, Flame Template, Strength 2. Combats, D6, Strength 2. Blessed with Filth. This one's nice. 12-inch range, 7+. plus. Uh, gives them poison. If they already have poison, then it makes the poison work on a 5+. plus. Ooh, that's fucking strong, actually. Yeah, so this you can use on that unit of clan rats. You just you just death frenzied (laughs) giant rats. I got some poison. Giant rats, yeah, that'd be fucking solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the gunner runners is pretty good too. If you got they're already poison. Poison on a five is huge. Yeah, going in on like a giant or your fucking web skill one (laughs) cyborg fucker. (laughs) The other thing uh, I just want to bring up too with with these two is it works on the characters in the unit. So with which two? Bless with filth and death frenzy okay so death frenzy like that assassin yeah if we gave him a weeping whatever the weeping, weeping blades. blades yeah so he's three attacks normally you get death frenzy and there he's got five attacks poison <laughs> and it does d3 wounds per hit as a part of the unit doesn't have to worry about suffering yeah hits from that. he won't worry about that and then the other thing is so you're gonna get that one you get blessed with filth he wounds on a five or a six Doing D3 wounds. <laughs> That's fucking... One. Yeah. It's a lot of magic to be getting. Are these remains in play? No. Okay. Uh, Death Frenzy is permanent until you get beaten in close combat. Plus <laughs> with Filth is just the next close combat. Uh, all right. Till the end of the next player turn. Okay. So that's... That's this turn, your opponent's turn, and then the end of your next turn. <laughs> so you get two rounds of fucking combat, dude. Yeah. Okay. Solid. The next one, Wither, is a support spell that you cast on the enemy rather than you. It makes a minus one toughness. It's my <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Wither, so minus one toughness. What was that cast on? Eight plus. Uh, Twelve inch range. I don't know. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, you're... That's not, that's not going to fucking... So now, Help your enemy. <laughs> yeah. Well, what it's doing is those other two spells bring your giant rats and your clan rats up to medium levels of usefulness. <laughs> where the weather is kind of making them useful by bringing the enemy down. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if you do get all those attacks, you're going against strength toughness two or toughness three. Yeah. Well, even your shooting attacks, you know, early on in the game, mm-hmm. it's fucking 
Make that giant toughness four instead. Yeah. He's going to fall quick to those slings. That's, um, I forget who was telling me, but somebody, they cast that twice on a bloodthirster. <laughs> so then he was toughness four, and then he just got shot down by the rattling gun. So Nice. You can Man. combo that up with fucking slings and shit, dude. <laughs> and also with the, uh, one of those plague priests, if he gets it. Anybody see your toughness three going to two? Yeah, it's fucking. Two out of three <laughs> models are dying. <laughs> if you go into multiple rounds of combat, uh, the strength four still wounds you on twos. Yeah, those toughness tests get real fucking scary real quick. <laughs> so another good spell. Vermintide works like it did. 46 inches. Anything touched by the template. Big template. Starts in base yep. with the wizard. Large shoots out 46. Template. So that was nice for hitting multiple units. You yeah, got to put your wizard in a spot to get the most out of it. This spell in conjunction with Skitter Leap was super powerful. You fucking pop up at the yeah, end of their last, big line. Last year we did that. Yeah. And you, you fucking wreck some pop shit. Pop up at the end of their big line of fucking troops and then shoot it right down the line. Yeah, if you if you have the warp zone tokens, you can spend your last two dice on the skitter leap, and they're like, he can't do shit. Yeah, and so then, bam. if they don't have any dice or whatever, it gets off, and then you can burn your warp zone tokens. Yeah, to how it. many wounds does it do? Three d six strength two. Oh yeah, that's fucking nice. That's mm-hmm. and then you can use it in close combat, and you choose a single enemy unit, and they take it does three d six strength two hits in close combat. So uh-huh. that's not too fucking shit. Yeah, and it's on an eight. Yep, solid. I like it. Cloud of corruption. This is everything within twelve inches. On a 2-plus for the enemy, and on a 4-plus for you, they take D6 strength 5 hits. So you, you hit your own guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have those weapon teams... Oh, they're dead. probably don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't find this one. This is another one where you have to combo with Skitter Leap. Yeah, when I played against Skaven in the General's Challenge, uh, I think Eric Lenz rolled it, and he was too afraid to ever cast it because he didn't want to hurt his own shit. Yeah, I think... It's kind of a fucking waste, I think. I don't know. With the Skavens, usually your units can soak it up better than the enemy, but there's no, but there's no armor saves allowed. Uh, so you can wreck some shit against yeah. Bretonians or... Like, Even dwarves. Warriors, yeah. Hakas. All right, cool. That's 11 plus, though. You're probably not going to get that off. Yeah. Okay. They got Plague, 13 plus. This one, you're better off if you want to go for the killer spell. Don't go 25 plus with the 13 spell. Go 13 plus on Plague here because this... Spell kicks ass. It's toughness test or they die for every model in the unit. And this then is the can one keep that going. continues on a five or a six yep. where you want. On five or six, it keeps going. on Or on a one, they can pass it on to your guys. On a two or a three, it stops. Two to four. Two stops. to four. Okay. Yeah. But that was always a fucking nasty spell. Still nasty. I'm always scared the shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the magic. What I'm probably going to do, my strategy with the Vermin Lord. Fucking shit. Because he can't take Skitter Leap. <laughs> he can't be affected by it anyways. So he can only swap out for a 13th spell. Me. So against magic magic heavy list i'll probably roll on the plague lore yeah to see what i get and then swap it for 13th if it's shit mm-hmm. but otherwise i think if you don't want a bad spell i mean cracks call probably shit but then on the plague side pestilent breath is a template two of these are three of the spells are eight 12 inch range one is 18 inch and one is 46 range yeah so you have to be close to get your value out of it. Yeah. So if I run a Gray Seer, I'm probably going to roll on Plague and then swip out, switch out for Skitter Leap as soon as I get a shit spell and then probably take the Spells of Ruin for the rest. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Uh, so well, we got left is the Magic Items. Magic Items. And these are pretty shit. So. Yeah, I think we're running kind of long, so let's just talk about the ones that you've deemed useful. 
for magic weapons is a pretty sorry affair. I mean, you got the. <laughs> We've talked about the weeping items. blades about a hundred times. Yeah, fell blade, hundred points, strength ten. It's gonna kill you. <laughs> Warp forge blade, no armor save, useless. The best weapon is plus one strength, plus one attack. It's forty five points. Uh, if you're gonna put your guy on a war litter or the bone breaker. Or even a pox rat, I think I'd take that. Yeah. But otherwise, if he's on foot, I just take gray weapon. Plus yeah. two strength. And it keeps him cheap. Yeah. Blade of corruption is nice. That's a plus one strength. But if you roll two ones, then you take two wounds. <laughs> but it's plus one strength and you do two wounds for each hit. Ah, uh, okay. And I think I like that one actually better than the weeping blade, just because of the extra strength. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, the way the poison works with the assassin, I mean I think it's an option. Dwarf Bane. That's sucks. fucked up, man. <laughs> okay, magic armor sucks dick. <laughs> you you can take a Four plus armor save, warp stone armor, or he could take enchanted shield. But I think I like a lord on the war litter, warp stone armor. And what does that do? That shield. just gives a three four up, up armor four save, up. and then if they if he saves a hit, it does a strength four hit against uh, them. Kind of like that ramhorn helm, yeah, okay. shittier. But this one's I think nice because like we said with the ramhorn, is people will just put what the fuck it attacks on your characters to kill them, yeah, just to get lucky. But if if they know that that's there, they probably won't. Right. If it's going to turn against them bad. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, it's just a bonus if they don't know about it. You got a couple strength four hits coming back. Sure. You'd be a lot more likely to put attacks on a rat character than a Gorbel, <laughs> mm-hmm. than old Herman. Otherwise, shield of distraction is okay. 15 points and the enemy gets minus one attack. That's fucking... It's pretty... Yeah. Saves a wound, pretty much. Anybody that specifically attacks him or anybody in base? Anyone wishing to attack him. Okay. Well, keep so him alive. Because <laughs> rank and file... <laughs> Yeah, if they had three rank and files, well, that's a minimum of one. So against one attack, rank and file would have mattered. But like, if you had three ogres coming uh, in, okay, then you're on your pox rat, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the pox rat. Dude. Yeah, obviously. Then they would only get they would base up, and they'd only get six attacks. Uh, yeah. So they'd only do an overkill of one against you instead of three. <laughs> but that one's nice, minus one attack, because you can combine it with the talisman, the rival hide talisman, which is one use only, and they can't they have to reroll. Some successful hits so against a super kind of hitty hitty shit guy you can oh, fuck yeah. them up for reduce their attacks quite a bit yeah <laughs> yeah the only other option is a five plus ward on the foul pendant shadow magnet trinket i've seen people put this on the plague priest right in the furnace it's minus one to hit yeah yeah they're gonna fucking hit it anyways uh, arcane uh. items warp storm squirrel power level five d6 strength hits tall flying units within 24 inches when you saw me how many points 25 50 Ooh, fuck that yeah warp energy condenser this is the one this is solid yeah we had we mostly remember to use it so that's good. <laughs> on a five plus you get an extra power dice but better it makes the warp lightning plus two hits yeah that's huge there yeah yeah, that's pretty decent. I mean, that's a nice... If you can take a Warlock... Goes from a D6 strength 5 to a D6 plus 2 strength 5. That's a different... Against a unit of 5 knights or something, they might yes. let the first... The former go, but you had 2 hits. Yeah. And then people start... Potential of 8 hits. You can't ignore that, they dude. They gotta start five. thinking hard. Okay, Scrying think... Stone is one use only. You get a 3 plus ward save against the first wound. And then you're subject to stupidity the following turn. <laughs> only one this, Yeah, this one I've seen people put on Plague Priests because... 
because <laughs> it's arcane item, so he can take it. And then usually your first ward save that you would take, I mean, if he was on the plague furnace, it begins shooting probably. But in close combat, you don't take stupidity tests when you're in close combat. Ah, uh, yeah. But you have to, but that it's the next turn, so you'd have to, <laughs> it depends how it works out. Warpstone tokens, 15 points. It's Extra a dice. Die. And then on a one, you take a wound. Yeah. So right now, way better than, or way shittier than a power stone. Yeah, load up on power, the power stone. stone is two dice. 20 points? Um, or is it yep. But the rumor is magic is going to change. And then all of a sudden, like a power stone will just be a plus two to cast or something like that. So no. might yeah. be a lot shittier. So might warpstone tokens potential. might look a little better, yeah. Chanted Adams, Skaven Brew. Remember you people used to take that shit all the time? <laughs> right now, you can only use it on clan rats and storm vermin. So I don't know. That kind of puts the yeah. deal breaker for me. So what, what I think a unit of giant rats would be kick-ass. You roll a d6 at the start of the game or whenever they take it. And then on a one, they t- just take hits. On a 2-3, they have Hatred. On a 4-5, you have Frenzy. And on a 6, they have uh, Death Frenzy, plus 2 attacks. Nice. But then they take D6, D6 wounds a turn. Yeah. So it's 50 points. What it does is if you roll a 6 <laughs> with your clan rats, then you have a kick-ass unit right yeah. from the start. <laughs> but if you everything else, a 2-3 Hatred, that'd be nice if you combined it with yeah. the Death Frenzy later. I don't Some know. of those other spells could boost your 50 points, though. That's a lot for something that you could just You have to put it on a character, you. so you have this character that doesn't have anything else. Uh, I don't think I'd take that. No. Nope. Scalm, when you only healing, heals all your wounds. That's nice. Yeah, that's fucking You huge. can put that on your wizard, Gracier, for your miscasts, or even on your general. If you take that old, those other defensive items, shield of distraction, the minus one to hit, brings you down two wounds, and the next turn you heal up and then get killed all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that's 50 points? 30. Oh, 30. Pipes of Piebald. I like this item here. If I took a BSB, it'd probably go on him or something extra. But basically, in order to charge the bearer or any unit he has joined, the enemy unit must first pass a leadership test. If the leadership test is failed, treat the unit as if they had failed to charge. <laughs> Which the keyword so is fail, fail to charge. Yeah, they go half go speed half move, yeah. or a flyer. I see it would go the full move, but then stop, stop an one inch, inch away. away. Yeah. So that would be nice. I mean, that could save your bacon if they get around to your flank or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then a lot of the demon and the undead units are really low leadership. It works even if you're immune to psych. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about it. All right. And how many points? 25. Yeah, I think that's worth a shot. That's a fucking... For a unit with, a, with some secrets. <laughs> yeah. And then last one, Portance of Ermin is doing 20 points. Units in base-to-base are minus one leadership. Mm-hmm. Even your own or no? Enemies. I mean, maybe. Why not? Well... What's the point? Yeah, I don't know if the if the Skaven strength is going to lie in breaking units in combat, yeah. but... <laughs> no deal. Okay, so now we got the... Kind of touched on these before, wars, right? Wars, yeah. Eshin, they got the Warpstone Stars. 50 points. So you can give this to your assassin. But he's only BS5, I think. Yeah. But he gets three shots at strength five, and each one does D3 wounds. I mean, with the proliferance of <laughs> big guys... I mean, you I could wrap that are, shit up. You could drop a giant in a I think these time. are a common choice. You hear about these a lot when you... If yeah. you look at, like, big tournament lists online and such. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Infernal Bomb... Which you can place a bomb anywhere. It's <laughs> <as> moving fast. <laughs> and then if you get close to it, it could go off and does a strength three hit to anyone touching. <laughs> a strength. Yeah, that's yeah, worthless. Yeah, don't waste your fucking time. And then you got the smoke bombs. Fucking goddamn smoke bombs. Fucking smoke bombs, dude. If it all goes wrong, just run away. <laughs> I'm just going to run away, dude. Scream, scream. All right. What else you got? Clan Skier. 
Scry? Whatever. <laughs> How do you fucking say that even? <laughs> Just like that. Fucking <laughs> 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 bitch. <laughs> All right. Suck it. Anyways. So they got a few items here that are might end up killing you. So that's why you have the 15-point warlock option. <laughs> you got the brass orb. I like that one. It's eight inches. Put the template down. And then if you're touched by it, you take initiative test or be destroyed. <laughs> no saves of any kind. Is it like a thrown weapon or you just place it? You place it down and then it scatters like a template. <laughs> and then if you roll shitty. a misfire, if, misfire, you place it over the guy. <laughs> so what you do is you, you got your little warlock. And then you skitter leap him, so you're going to do it on the Hydra or the Tree Man or whatever. You put him just just one inch away, so when you roll the Misfire, it puts the template over him. <laughs> but it's also still touching whatever you're trying to hit, and just a touch is hit automatically. So it takes your chances of a hit. I think if you add in the Misfire, you got like a 50%, 50% chance of hitting. And with those big bases, a scatter of two would probably still hit. I mean, yeah. So it's, it's 50 points, and you could put it on the Warlock is 15 points. 50 so it'd be points. 65 for yeah. just it's worth it to kill killing a, something. A I mean, that could change like that. the game. Yeah, that's huge. The other thing you could take is the Doom Rocket, which is a rocket, one use only. You can roll, you can roll four to ten dice. And that's how far it goes. You put the template down, it goes straight. And if under the template, they take strength five hits. Whoa. But if you roll a double one, then you got to roll on some little misfire chart. <laughs> Yet another We might add chart. that there's thousands of misfire charts. Yeah. Kind of glazed over that. And then you got a death globe, which we talked about with the poison wind globe ears. Yeah. But he can't shoot in the close combat like they can. All right. And the fucking warlord optic. Warlock optics, dude. This is a must-have on all. Plus one ballistic skill. Additionally... Model so equipped can partially see through objects and suffer no penalty at shooting for targets <laughs> in cover. Ooh. What's the point cost on it? 20 points. Yeah. Combine that with a warp lock musket. 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 You never move. That's 75 points of pain. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that much. He's only 60-some points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pestilence. They can take a warp scroll. It's a power level 5 bound. Strength 2 hit on every model in the unit. One use only? When you suddenly no armor saves, nah. Clan Pestilence is against armor saves. <laughs> it's a fucking disease, man. It's the Nurgle scheming. Thirty-five points. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, the other thing you can take Magic Standard is the Plague Banner. Yeah. When you suddenly in any close combat phase, you can activate it. So if you charge or if you get charged, and for the remainder of the phase, all Plague Monks can reroll failed hits and fails wounds. Oh, fuck me. That's pretty nice. Yeah. If you put it... Does that count for Plague Sensor Bearers? No, you can't give it to Plague Sensor Bearers. Uh, just Plague standard. See, if you just took a unit of like 20 or 30 guys <laughs> just by themselves... Vamp it up the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Where's all this gas coming from? Uh, all of a sudden, it's, it's the fucking pants. All this hot air coming out of my mouth. Ugh. Ugh. It smells like hot dog. It smells like penis. <laughs> it smells like the freedom. It smells like love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you got so Plague Banner, I think I would take on a unit of Plague Monks without the Plague Furnace. So what was the cost on that? It's 30 points. To reroll hits and wounds, wounds one turn. One combat, yeah. yeah. It could make all the difference, though. Yeah. We know how much those rerolls matter. Or if they got some of that other bullshit going on. Yeah. Um, I, I would take a different banner. If I took the plague furnace, which I'll talk about. So All right. Clan molder beast prods. <laughs> beast prods. Yeah, John. These can only go on the master <laughs> molders. 
So okay. they have two attacks. They cost 25 points, and the shock prod requires two hands to wield, ignores armor saves. <laughs> shock 25 points. It makes your master molder. We got to pay for a pack master. So it makes him 58 points instead of 33. <laughs> the other one is the electro whip. <laughs> which follows the rules for whips, but confers D3 attacks instead of the normal one. When in base contact and from the rear ranks, but you can't attack from the rear ranks because he's a champion. He has and to be, in, to the be front. in the front. <laughs> so basically it gives him an extra D3 attacks. Nice. Combine that with the tail weapon and the right hound, dude. <laughs> You're fucking done. <laughs> okay, so now we got the banners. We're coming down the home stretch here. Okay. We got Sacred Banner of the Horned Rat. <laughs> 70 points. All enemy units within 12 inches suffer minus one leadership. <laughs> In Wisco, we call it the Sacred Banner of the Horned Fat. <laughs> <laughs> the Horned, the Horny Rat. The Horny Fat. The Horny Fat. <laughs> <laughs> She'll pin you down on a three plus and have her way with you. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely re-rolling leadership tests. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take a terror check. Yeah. <laughs> I got All the right. pipes of Portnus Doom. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. She comes against me. I'm throwing smoke bombs. I'll just run away. <laughs> Better hope it doesn't smell like a barbecue running. <laughs> She'll get an extra die to chase. I'm fucking smoked. <laughs> smoky Raj ass. <laughs> smoke bombs. Just run away. Okay. So that one's really great. Yeah. I'll probably take... All right. Storm Banner. This is the one everybody takes. Yeah. This is... What was the clarification on this? It's it's minus one to hit. War machines need a four plus to shoot, and flyers can't fly. <laughs> you pulled the fucking bear. Silent but deadly. How's the mic smell? It smells like my ass. <laughs> okay, storm banner. One use, one use only. Fact is clarified. You cast it, or you let it go off. Missile fire minus two to hit. No oh, flying. Minus two. Uh, so what about War Machines? Does not hurt War Machines, or does it? Yeah, they have to roll 4+. plus. Okay. And then you roll at the start of each player's turn, and on 4+, plus it, it ends. So you, it'll go off in your turn for sure, and then the next turn... 50-50. 50-50, whether it goes again. Hurts your shooting, too, though. So you don't want um, to lay that out there unless you're done with yeah. your shooting. <laughs> or you just don't have much. Yeah. I'm going to ground yeah. my fucking harpies, dude. There's not much in the Skaven Arsenal anymore, because you're probably not going to have Gisales. Yeah, some of them dippy war machines. 50 points. This is what people usually take on their Plague Monks. Yeah. Because this is the only option slot that they can to take the Storm Banner. So I, I can see how it would be useful. Sure. All right. I'm not into it. You're not taking it? Grand Banner of Clan Superiority. <laughs> clan Superiority, man! <laughs> <laughs> in any combat in which a unit bearing a grand banner of clan superiority <laughs> that's the best name they, could, they spent hours pouring over the deadline for the book was going in and like shit what, what are we gonna what call, we call this last oh. one I don't know banner of rage and outrage are taken <laughs> I am outraged at this turn of events sir, sir. <laughs> you just spoke bombs on me I am outraged I am Outrage! <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. All right. So if you outnumber, you add D3 instead of 1 for the banner. And it's Gaven. You should outnumber. Yeah. Or it has more ranks than its opponent. Uh, 
Well, that's not good because typically three ranks is three ranks. Yeah, I don't you know. You don't stop at three probably, though. You probably, probably just keep probably on counting. Going. Let's see. Yeah. Well, so we'll yeah. probably get it. How many points? It's 30. Yeah. You taking on Plague Monks, Storm Vermin, or your BSB? Yeah. Uh, eh, maybe. The, the Shroud of Dripping Death. <laughs> Sounds like a, something to do with your wiener, John. <laughs> it's the like Shroud con- of Dripping Death. It's like the condom you, you just pulled when off. You a, when you put a sock <laughs> over it. <laughs> No, I call that pleasurable. <laughs> Hold on, babe. Let me grab my shroud of dripping death. <laughs> this horrid banner seems little more than a rag on a totem pole. <laughs> Yet closer inspection reveals foul stains that drip and splash as the bear moves. The whole of the vile hide throbs using a greenish tinted fluid. Sounds more and more like my fucking... <laughs> Sounds like you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Nice case of the clap. Yeah. But if you go there, they try to stick something in your wiener. Just drop smoke bombs and run away. <laughs> Banner of the Under Emperor. Oh, Shard of Dripping Death does. So, yeah, what did it actually do? Models in base contact with the bearer take a strength three hit. So, generally, that's one figure on a 20 millimeter. So, that would be two or three strength three hits. Yeah. And then if you beat. The sh- unit bearing the shroud of dripping death from Crow's combat. And a unit that dares to pursue will immediately suffer D6 plus 2 strength 3 hits. <laughs> with no armor saves because it's a pestil- pestilence theme. <laughs> All right. Next item. <laughs> next item up for Raj bid. I say no to the Kumsock yeah. banner. BTW. Manner of the Under Empire. Yeah. Something to do with your pits. Under pits. <laughs> I'd say my chode. Take 2d6 strength 2 at the start of close combat. Yeah. How many points? 20, 25. points. Yeah. See, these are okay, but you just don't have units to put them on. Dwarf hide banner. Dwarf hide. <laughs> Unit carrying this banner against hatred of dwarves. And likewise, will be subject to all dwarves gaining hatred against them. That's it? That's it. 15 points. They're made from the dwarf skin soaked into warp-infused urine <laughs> decorated with scalped beards. <laughs> warp-infused nice. urine. Sounds Make like me, Mountain Dew. Make me want another beer. Mountain Dew. All right. What, uh, what else? We All got? right. Lastly, the banner of verminous skewering. And this is what I would take on the Plague Furnace unit. Once per battle, you can march at triple speed instead oh, of double. Nice. So you have to be able to march, but then you take 2d6 strength, three hits. Yeah. So this is the Plague Furnace is a unit that they're going to be trying to stop. Usually they're going to try to divert it, get it out of the way, yeah. try to keep it out of the battle. So this. Gives you a little bit extra move when you need it. Can to you get use back this even in. if you're march blocked? No, you have to be able to march. Okay. But you can use this triple march move and then drop that fucking template down <laughs> because they said that you could march and do it. So you're going 15 inches, right? Or yeah. they move six. Yeah. They move five. So that's what I, that's what I would take. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. 10 points, utilitarian. Problem is you get up there and then you're unsupported. But you're unbreakable, so well, you this support would be, This is like turn four or five. Yeah. After they're facing the wrong way, and they, <laughs> they this will help you. you just turn the you fuck turn around. around, and then next turn you can go fifteen for a yeah. turn five or six grill maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shocker. I wouldn't expect that, but yeah, definitely a closed list. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't expect. <laughs> I'd expect the storm banner or one of the other ones, but I guess yeah. Okay, so that's the Skaven back overall. Right. A lot of wonky rules. A lot of the magic items suck dick. 
half the troops aren't that good, but they're scamming. They're scamming. I think you could put a decent list together. Fallout fails. Take smoke bombs. Smoke bombs. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> you should be every unit should have smoke bombs. Basically, you want to put a unit of gutter runners or an assassin in every combat. So if you lose, <laughs> you're getting away, dude. You got smoke bombs. Smoke bombs. Against Minotaur, they can't even chase you. <laughs> can't. All right, Pursue Zero. So anyway, that's episode, I think, Zexane 16 we're on? 16, yeah. That I guess was, uh, Skaven. Let us yeah. know what you think about the Bastards Conversion Corner. Yeah. Are you wafting a fart at me? <laughs> I'm wafting some air. I thought you were fucking working. I can't some say what's in the air. Sneaky stink on me here. I'm, I'm not a microscope, John. I'm Son just a, a man. <laughs> Pointhammered at gmail.com. Bear cares at Gorkus. Is it the bear cares? Bear yeah, I think it's the bear cares at Gorkus.com. Yeah, or we can pass it on to him. Yeah, we've we've received some for him at the Pointhammered email. Pointhammered at gmail.com. If you uh, do some conversions of yeah. the harpies, we'd like to see them. Yeah, send, send us your, some pics. Send your pics over. And check out check out the stuff we put on yeah. Flickr. Flickr.com slash photos. If you can improve upon the original, yeah, Johnny I'd be curious will blow to his brains it. out. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go kill It's a deal. I'm going to head home. i got to pick up a box of, Porno? of uh, demonettes and some, <laughs> some gargoyles. You next, and I can next plan to get a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, all right. Sounds good. Okay, we got that's it. some games coming up. Yeah, we're doing two days, three days from now. We'll be in Wausau playing against Snake Eyes box cars again. Box cars. I'll go be good. sitting out for my heavy metal, metal weekend. <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Seeing Finn Troll on a Monomarth in Twin Cities. Yeah. Might head over to the gay bar. It's tradition now. <laughs> Suck a couple dicks. Get prepared. Get prepared. <laughs> yeah. so, what are we going to talk about next episode? I don't fucking know. What do we got? We'll make the bear think of something. <laughs> All right, we're going to sign off. We'll figure this shit out. Later. Thanks for listening. Put them in your mouth. with this lady for years she shows up she's got a total front butt dude <laughs> it's like the same from the back and the front if you look from the side it goes like <laughs> no it's called a front butt because that's what it was it had like a little crack in it too from the fat oh that's disturbing <laughs> that's kind of turning me on Roger like <laughs>